7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pitt, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hi. I just have to tell you that I am not resigning from my <laughs> status here yes, because sir. I still believe that this this show represents our nation. That's, that's a positive so thing. That's a positive thing. You're not going to serve out, you know, the next 14 months, and then. <laughs> no, I'm going to serve out the next 14 months, and then if you, if you all at Indie Media Weekly choose to reelect me, I'll be here. Oh, there we go. All right, very good. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for that, and of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. If nominated, I will not run. If elected, I will not serve. There. <laughs> there you go. And uh, joining us in the rotating co-host seat uh, this evening, uh, the one and only Adam Hebert from uh, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Heard every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. I quit. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, there he goes. Wah, just... wah. <laughs> We're down one host. <laughs> so, so that means that Adam Hebert corkered us. We got <laughs> corkered. us. You've been corkered. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, corker, buyer's remorse much, uh, uh, isn't it? Welcome to the fold of most uh, of the majority of Americans who knew Donald Trump was a, a, a sniveling little piece of shit in the first place. So thank you for finally coming around. Um, Jeff Flake, to his credit, did not get up and uh, prance around on the stage for uh, Trump back in the day. So, um, but anyway, uh, I, we're going to start with something. I mean, all right, we're all familiar with the Bill O'Reilly meltdown, the classic one. Yes. Fucking, Fucking thing, thing sucks. sucks. You know. So. Uh, going for that one, Kenny. Yeah. So I should. I probably should have just queued up the uh, the clip here, like this. Fucking thing sucks. Well, we got a new one, folks, because oh, he is. He is hopping mad about all the horrible things he's done. <laughs> Finally catching up with him. <laughs> I, I mean, it is uncanny. I don't. I didn't get the whole um, audio for the uh, the interview with um, uh, who was it? Emily Steele and uh, Michael S. Uh, Schmidt from the New York Times. Uh, but O'Reilly. In a desperate salvo, in a hail mary play, decided a fail mary, <laughs> a fail mary for certain. Um, he decided the best course of action would be to confront the reporters that broke this latest story, 
about O'Reilly shelling out $32 million additional dollars, and then Fox News renegotiated his contract. He spent $32 additional million dollars. I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of $54 million that Bill O'Reilly has spent to settle sexual harassment um, in, you know, in worse to cover up all his sexual crimes. Um, just we'll just say crimes because it's not about sex. That he was resigned to was like twenty four million, right? The first one was, and now and now the 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 latest one was thirty two. The so resigned contract. I'm not uh, talking about the paying out. I'm talking about the contract that Fox gave him. Oh, oh, I see. Where, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. That's so, all right. It was thirty two million that he paid out. And then Fox turned around and said, we're going to give you 24, I think it was 20, it was 24, 25 million dollars. So basically it was only 15 million out of Bill's. Out of his pocket. Yeah. It was 25 million for four years. It was 100 million. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Do you kind yeah. of get where I'm going at, Joe? Yeah, basically, but, it, but they, pay, they signed a contract, a 100 million dollar contract. 25 yeah. a year for four years. So basically, yeah. Fox News is paying his settlement money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, so- they signed him for $132 million. Mm-hmm. 32, 32 to, to pay him off and $100 million to give to Bill all. Fox News is the biggest pimp ever. Oh, they're terrible. They're terrible. So, so okay, so, so after this big bombshell comes out, O'Reilly decides to sit down with the people who broke the story from the New York Times, Emily Steele and Michael um, uh, Michael S. Schmidt. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> uh, music. Uh, damned damned uh, ad blocker. Did you did you uh, whitelist some sites there? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't white. I don't whitelist anything. It, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so O'Reilly uh, decided to go into the the lion's den, and thought maybe just maybe he could talk his way out of it, and maybe the reporters would I don't know print a lie as a retraction or something. I, I mean, it, it's it's truly. This level of of arrogance and narcissism is like the most toxic, evil. Uh, I mean, he it, it's it's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. He went in, and not only did he did he try and weasel his way out, and he tried to explain because uh, they asked him. Which uh, I wish I would have gotten this audio, but I was a little strapped for time. But um, it, there was a there was part of the interview where one of the allegations um, uh, was that he was sending gay porn to people to to women. And he said, oh, well, you have to understand that, you know, uh, the, the one one woman, she was, you know, part of my legal counsel and people would send me things in my inbox and I would forward them to her. And, and I mean, because he, I sent I sent gay porn to my legal team all the time. I mean, <laughs> any porn. I mean, I'm sorry. So so he, he went through that way too much fun. And then then he had the audacity to bring up Eric Bowling's dead son. Uh, and yep. has since had to apologize after Bowling was like, what the fuck, dude? You know, doing anything he can to try and defend himself. And then 
once the microphone, what once the the reporters were really smart. I got to tell you, because once they turned off their their big recorder that they were lugging around, they still had their phones recording. And this is what happened at the end of the interview. If you really wanted to know the truth, you let him tell you on background. Yes, we have physical proof that this is bullshit. Bullshit. Okay? So, it's on you if you want to destroy my children further. Alright, because it's all crap. Why don't you be human beings once? This is horrible. It's horrible what I went through. Horrible what my family went through. This is crap. And you know it. It's politically and financially motivated. <laughs> and we can prove it with with shocking information. Shocking. Oh, shocking. I'm not going to sit there in a courtroom for, for a year and a half and let well. my kids get beaten up every single day of their lives by a tabloid press who would sit there. And you know it. So That's I, my job. I have shocking proof. I have shocking proof, but I'm not going to sit there in court and fight it. Yeah, and, and he has no shocking proof. If right. he had shocking proof, he well, would be he would be filing a defamation suit against all these women mm -hmm. and winning. But yeah, right. like Trump, right? <laughs> right, exactly. But, but here's the other thing: last mm -hmm. I heard, his kids don't even want to talk to him. No, because they strangled. His, uh, he he decided to try and drag his mom around by, or their mom around by the. I neck. mean, yeah. Unless something's changed, and if it changed with his family dynamics, okay. But last I heard, his kids do not even want to talk to him. Mm -mm. So unless something's changed, he's just using those kids as a cudgel. Well, he's a really, really reprehensible man. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean. It takes a lot of balls to talk about your kids when they witnessed you dragging your wife up the stairs by the fucking neck. Actually, it takes I, very few balls because he doesn't have balls. <laughs> he, he's lost his balls. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> no shit. Um, I mean, he's, he's toxic. You know, Ken, you said it earlier. He's toxic and he's narcissistic. And, and I, I'm really, really tired of men like this. I'm yeah. tired of of men, specifically men like this, who feel like they're owed something because they've been called out. They're not victims. <laughs> they're just not victims. Well, I, Riley's I, sitting there trying to make himself out to be a victim because he got caught. And I will say, Rain, you bring up a great point that this man is a narcissist because what is a classic symptom of malignant narcissism. It's always about them. Same thing with Schittler. It's always about him. Why can't you just, you know, uh, it's all about me, not about the people I victimized, not about the pregnant war widow oh. I picked a fight with, you know, all that shit. Yeah, I don't even know you, if it's malignant. You, if he's you, a narcissist. Well, well I, you want, I think it is do you want to see how narcissistic this gets? Um... <laughs> Listen, Did I just open up a can of worms? Well, oh, oh no! It's it's been the the worms have been wriggling all day. Um, well, they're skunky. Yeah. So listen to this. Listen to who O'Reilly's really truly mad at in this whole scenario. And this will tell you what kind of narcissist he is. Am I mad at God? Yeah, I'm mad at him. <laughs> I wish I had more protection. I wish this stuff didn't happen. I can't explain it to you. Yeah, I'm mad at him. 
If I die tomorrow and, and I get an opportunity, I'll say, why don't you guys work me over like that? Didn't you know my children were going to be punished and they're innocent? But then I think about people have a much, much rougher than me. And, you know, I'm a big mouth. I, I'm a target. Sins of the father, buddy. Yeah. Why would God let this happen? God didn't let it happen. You did, you dumb fucker. The, the, You're the one keeping in your pants. And it, God doesn't have anything to do God. with this. Well, wait, wait a minute. That wait, blows wait, me away. wait a minute. Wait a minute. He might have a point here. Okay. He, he may have a point. Now, think of it. Who gave him his dick and balls? Oh, we already established <laughs> he has no balls. No, so, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> who gave him his testosterone? Okay. okay. And then who had the audacity to put women on the earth? Yeah, you see, really, you see where God came in. Funny to me at this point, Joe. You see where not just put women on the earth, make them out of man. It's yeah, it's. But but to to tempt him like that, if only, you know, Bill O could have been harassing animals instead of women. This wouldn't have happened. But you know, I would not be surprised if somebody from his past found out that he did do bad things to animals. No, it's, it's it's not even it's it, it it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. He has tried to blame women for his his improprieties, and now he's blaming his version of God for his improprieties. Yeah, he's which blamed. makes him the kind of guy who thinks he's above God. I don't. I, it's this is disgusting. He's blamed liberals. He's blamed the press. He's blamed women. Now he's blaming yes. God. I mean, he's going God. he's going down the line. And, and I, like I, said, I, I just I just I'm want sorry. to let everybody know I, I got a memo from God and and she said keep your <laughs> keep her name off your filthy lips, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was just gonna say, is he gonna be surprised if he if he gets his wish and he gets to face her? Yeah. <laughs> we said it in our chat tonight <laughs> this evening. I it was like what if you look at O'Reilly and Feinstein and Trump, they are all three of them, and there are a lot of other men out there who haven't been had. They haven't had the spotlight put on them. They all blame women, liberals, outside circumstances, which could be, you know, could be God. It could be, you know, other. Th- it could be anything. I mean, the God factor is one of those things. You can you could just insert, replace, take God out, and just insert anything. Potato. Uh, You're well, just blaming I, everybody but yourself <laughs> for your own actions. And I actually, I have a confession to make. Sorry, Rain. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm I done. Have a confession to make. It is technically my fault. I borrowed our time machine, went back, and put some Spanish fly in Bill O'Reilly's drink. Oh, see, not somebody else to blame. <laughs> Mixed Sorry, it with really that. But do you understand my bigger point? Sure. Yes. Yeah. These, it's these, these men, these men with with power and money, think that they can do whatever they want, and when they get caught, they blame everybody else. Yeah, it's, that's the party of personal responsibility. It's like, how dare you catch it's me doing this? Not even the this. party. It's not even the party, Adam. I mean, Weinstein considered himself a Democrat. Yeah, I don't consider him a Democrat. The guy's a scumwad. Well, but understand regardless. what I'm saying. It's it's uh, I, this is beyond party. <laughs> that okay you got it. it really is oh and by the way harvey weinstein used to work with steve bannon just in case anybody wanted to know yes um and the uh plot thinnings yeah 
But, you know, so, but basically this is the thing is it's, you know, these guys get caught and then they're just like, how dare you catch me? I should be allowed to do this. Yes. It's, it's, they, they really think it's no big deal what they're doing. They really think this makes me feel good. What's the, your problem? Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing to me too, that, um, he's such a, a liar. I mean, he's been caught in so many lies beyond this. <laughs> Oh yeah, you know the whole the whole uh, Falcon Island nonsense and being there when yes. one of the witnesses to the Kennedy assassination killed themselves right outside the door, uh, yeah. a thousand right miles outside away. The door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I mean, he is so shameless in his lying. You know, so shameless. It's pathetic. But Ryan, to your point, this isn't restricted to Hollywood or 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 media. It's not. This is in every walk of life where powerful men, men who have power over women, abuse their power. It's a, yeah. That's, yeah. I, it's it is it it is it is part of our our culture. It isn't just Hollywood. It isn't just you know broadcast media. No, it's not. There was there was a great article from Huffington Post today. Um. That basically said, you know, it. W- what happens to women when they're not, when they're harassed by people who aren't famous, and right. it, you know, it. It's a real problem. It's a real problem. Yeah. I I trust you guys, and we joke about, we joke about stuff, and some of it's very blue. But I also know, <laughs> I also know you guys well enough to know, you're never going to harass me. You're never going to make me feel lesser. Yeah. And, yeah. and and the thing is, you know, the to to all of you guys' point here is, we've all witnessed this in our personal lives yeah. to one degree or another. You know, I I personally reported someone who sexually harassed one of my employees when I was a manager, and I got and I got demoted. <laughs> um, but it's okay; it was a shitty job. Um, but yeah, it, it was a. Uh, you know, th- this is this is every everywhere USA and beyond. I mean, I think it, the thing that bothers me so much is that when you hear people like Bill O'Reilly out there pretending like he's a victim, mm-hmm. he is he is if he's if he is a victim, he is a victim of his own actions. Yeah. And, and the very fact that he refuses to accept that he did these things even though he paid out millions and millions and millions of dollars. $32 million. At yeah. least. At least $32 million. That was oh. the last claim. Well, yeah, that was the last one. I think it's 54 is the total that he's paid out uh, over the course yeah, of his career. So, the, so I just find it amazing that's that... that's not that, the Andrea you know, Macris stuff. No, it's not. That he thinks he's a victim, and he thinks that God didn't protect him from his own penis. Yeah, is, is that's just really sad and pathetic. That's oh. just such a waste of fifty million dollars. Can you imagine how much anime I could buy with that, Kenny? Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. But Rain broke a rule. You don't save penis I, in this house. Why would God let this happen? I didn't even mean to break the rule. Uh, no, it's it fine. Really is, but, it's God's honest truth. Well, this is this is what a guy like the responsibility this for is, his own penis. This is the, the this is how we know that this is everywhere. Because when Donald Trump was on that bus with Billy Bush and that tape came out 
in every one of his supporters, men and women alike, were coming out and saying, that's just guy talk. That's locker room talk. That's all it is. It doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean no. It absolutely is a symptom of the disease. He admitted to putting his hands on women, and talked about women as lesser, uh, you know, beings. He he dehumanized all women when he was on that bus. And not only that, you know, all these freaks want to say, "Oh, what about all the women that Bill Clinton raped?" I can tell you one thing: nobody, uh, uh, nobody, I think, uh, under oath has accused Bill Clinton of rape, but one person has accused Donald Trump of rape under oath. Uh, well, actually, right. two, I, I believe. So, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, what Bill Clinton did... I'm not was, in the mood what, to play you false know, equivalency with yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not either. You know, what Bill Clinton did was sleazy, yes, but what we're talking about is, is this culture that's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's not just Hollywood. It's not just, you know, politicians. And, and when there is such forgiveness... From millions of Americans to that kind of that that kind of filth and that kind of lechery and that kind of predatory behavior, and right. you know, and it, and it showed when they were like, you know, when they were wearing the shirts that said "Trump that B word" for Hillary. Yes. Or and they said, you know, I mean, or when he was like, she she got schlonged. Or, you know, I mean, it was just out there and, you know, and, and the, the degradation of, of women's looks, Carly Fiorina, you know, I, I hated having to stand up for Carly Fiorina, but what the fuck does, I mean, she's a whole hell of a lot better looking than, than that monster in the White House, you know? But, you know, the thing is, is that, again, using how a woman looks or just degrading a woman for being a woman. Mm-hmm. This is this is a real problem. It's a real problem. Yeah. And it's not getting any better. It, it it's not getting any better. No, well, I, mean, I can't tell you that the times when I was a manager that women came into my office to complain about somebody. And you know, working for the government, we had specific uh, protocols to follow. Mm -hmm. That whether or not. You know, the person wanted to pursue it. Um, it had to be reported anyway to uh, our equal opportunity, uh, you know, person in Harrisburg. And I can't tell you how many times the women would say to me, I don't want to make a big deal of it. Would you just talk to the guy? Yep. And I would say, but he won't stop. Yeah. yeah. If I just talk to him, he won't stop. And she says, well, I don't want to start trouble, they would say. Yeah, that sounds See, very familiar. Yeah. And, and really familiar. fortunately for our for our system, we had to report it anyway. Mm -hmm. And they would contact the woman and then let her tell our EEOC office directly that she doesn't want to pursue it. But it had to be reported. Yeah. You know, but the point is these women were so intimidated by the culture itself that they were beaten down into silence. Mm -hmm. It's more than it's more than just the culture. It really is. I mean, it that's a really big part of it, Joe. But if you put the culture aside, the reality is is that, um, and it still happens now today. I'm going to use the p word again. 
there's That's a certain fine. patriarchalness. There's a certain patriarchalness that mm-hmm. still exists in every workplace. So even today, in the year 2017, women are afraid to come forward. You can say a patriarchal even, in this house, just so you know. I, so. I know that. So. I know that. And I just, I don't want to overuse it because I don't want to be like, I oh, Rain is the do. woman who rails against the patriarchy. But, you know, today, to this, to this, to, you know, right now, today, even with companies trying to put in sexual harassment um, guidelines or anti-sexual harassment guidelines, mm-hmm. there's still an inequality that happens. And that doesn't have to. Do, that doesn't necessarily mean it's because of the company. There's still a pervasiveness in our culture. Yeah. There well, really is, and and I'm really glad that you know the EEOC was there, but we still have a pervasiveness in our culture today that it makes it really hard. And I think that's why when we hear the stories about Weinstein, and and I'm looking forward to hearing more stories about what happened to to Bill O'Reilly's victims. So so people who are abused, and it's not just women, it's mostly women, but not just women, well, can become empowered to speak out. Unfortunately, I don't know how much we're going to learn because of the settlements. Those come with gag orders. So the, the only real... No. No, they don't? No, I said I know. Oh, oh. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, I mean, understand. there are, there are a fair amount of, uh, details, uh, uh, about this last one where, you know, I mean, it, the language in it is, is horrendous it, the legalese language. I mean, it just makes your skin crawl reading what, what he settled, uh, for what, what he did and what he settled for. Oh, you know, what's so. interesting the fact that these women had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, and yet Bill O'Reilly gets to go out there and talk about what a victim he is. Mm-hmm. And talk about phantom evidence that we'll never see. Yeah. They, see, that's a problem to me. I feel like if, 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 if that woman had to settle for 30, whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If she had to settle and shut her mouth, then I really wish her lawyer told Bill O'Reilly, guess what? You got to shut your mouth. Yeah. Otherwise, you're paying us twice as much. You know, and, and uh, I want to. Why is he allowed to talk and not them? Yeah. I want to uh, say a couple things real quick before we go to the break. Um, I, I'm, it, Glenn Beck, you, I, I've, I've disliked you for a very long time, but you can take a flying fucking leap straight into <laughs> hell for letting Bill O'Reilly on your show to uh, whine about this. Uh, his injustices against women being an injustice against him. And for, uh, I don't know if you saw some of that really shocking evidence, but this creep apparently saved thank you cards from Megan Kelly for presents for a baby shower or something undated. And it's like, look at this. She said nice things about me in a thank you card. You gave her a present. Everybody gets a fucking thank you card. In what's again? Okay, maybe you're saving it because she's famous. Uh, whatever. I guess I kind of get it. But really, what guy saves thank you cards? You know, I mean, <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> what person saves thank you cards? No person. Mm. That's what person. I don't know, but maybe one thing, that but wants a flimsy alibi for later to do creepy crimes. Go ahead, Adam. It doesn't change the fact that you did something horrible. Yeah. 
you know, I'm pretty sure that, you know, if, you know, I'm pretty sure that if I spent a lot of time looking, I could find someone saying something nice about me. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that I could be a terrible asshole sometimes. And then you go steal their ding-dongs. So. It also doesn't doesn't change the fact that he lied when he said no one filed a complaint against him to their HR department. Exactly. When Megyn Kelly went on the air yesterday, or was it today, and said, oh yeah, you're a liar. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I gotta tell you something. Megyn Kelly is really not the best woman to speak out on this. No, but I mean, she's a woman. I know what you're and, saying. And, she, and she, she can directly say he's lying. Yeah. Because I know a woman who did it. Me. Yeah. Yeah, but she's also a woman who's called out other women for calling out this shit. Sure. Yeah. I'm I just, don't disbelieve just, her, but it's like, come on. You, I just, I'm just don't saying. Don't play it both sides, honey. I'm just saying that this, this is something that can be directly refuted. He's a liar. Yes. He's All a right. liar. Well, on that note, uh, we are going to have to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to shift gears. We'll probably have more on this on Friday because this is this is huge. And I do want to get some of that Megan Kelly audio, but there was so much crazy shit going on today. It was just head exploding. It was flaky. <clears throat> yeah, it was flaky and corky. And, it was you know, <laughs> corky and flaky. Corky and flaky. It's a new breakfast cereal. <laughs> Uh, I want my Kirky Flakes. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and hit the break. Uh, we got a very special song for Macaroni that we're going to dedicate to Bill O'Reilly on the break. So everybody, do your stretches. Don't overextend yourself. No, you can overextend yourself on this one. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up Tonight right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed what you need when them ends don't meet this is what you need when you fighting in the street this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck this is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart 
what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it, everybody. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hope you had a good Friday off. Hey, I'm feeling as frisky as a Republican senator. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., uh, back with us. Uh, welcome back, Rain, from the Beltway Bureau. I'm, I'm here in the Beltway, and I did not pay for the steel dossier. Okay. <laughs> well, well, it was a story that broke. It was a story that broke about an hour ago. Uh oh. What, uh, what was that? Do you want to recap the it? Clinton real quick? campaign. The Clinton campaign and the DNC helped fund. They 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 paid for the rest of the Steele dossier. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what? Money. I know. Up. I know. It shouldn't be a big deal, but I'm sure. I, re- I read that are... earlier, and I thought so. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was I know. pretty that was pretty well known for a long time that it was started as Republican The Never op- Trumpers Reapers and, and that the Clinton campaign and the DNC picked it up afterwards. So That's who it. has the PP tape though? So ah. <laughs> That's the question for but the, the ages. The point isn't yeah. who paid for it. The point point is is it real? Yeah, and if it is, that's the point. Yeah, and of course, uh, sitting in a, the rotating uh, co-host seat this evening, uh, Mr. Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Konbonwa minasan. I Good don't evening. know what that means, but thank you. Uh, so <laughs> Good evening, everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, all right. Um, uh, uh, speaking of uh, Republican senators, Jeff Flake just a few hours ago had a very interesting speech uh, on the Senate floor. And um, I think the way I recorded them is they're numerically backwards. So that'll be easy. I just have to know my numbers backwards. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can do that. That was inappropriate. So, no, that's all right. Um, I, can't, I can't. No, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican from Arizona, um it, Went out today and gave a one hell of a barn burner of a speech. Very well thought out. Very, uh, you know, and this is, he's he's been a never Trumper from day one. So I'll give him credit for that. And he has tried to work with Democrats on certain issues, you know, DACA, I think, being one of them. Um, yeah. And uh, so this speech today was brutal brutal stuff and i want to play i want to get through this audio and and we have more because uh uh uh, bob corker had a quite an interesting conversation with manu raju this morning too (laughs) oh my god it's uh it's it's crazy but uh the the yeah this is um 
th- this basically was the message uh, from Jeff Flake to the Republican Party. Time to change. Time to change, everybody. Um, <laughs> listen, listen to uh, part one. Uh, this is um, this is him saying, you know what? Um, we can't not say or do anything anymore. We can't just let this shit happen. Now, I'm aware that more politically savvy people than I will caution against such talk. I'm aware that there is a segment of my party that believes that anything short of of complete and unquestioning loyalty to a president who belongs to my party is unacceptable and suspect. If I have been critical, it is not because I relish criticizing the behavior of the president of the United States. If I have been critical, it is because I believe it is my obligation to do so. And as a matter and duty of conscience, the notion that one should stay silent and the, as the norms and values that keep America strong are undermined, and as the alliances and agreements that ensure the stability of the entire world are routinely threatened by the level of thought that goes into 140 characters. The notion that we should say or do nothing in the face of such mercurial behavior is a historic, and I believe profoundly misguided. Ouch. Um, so, okay, all right, we're, we're getting blow back in the chat room right now. The Trojan Rabbit Scooter like, nope, no quarter for the Republicans. All right, fuck them all. Let's burn them to the ground. Um, so, but, you know, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm disagree with that. I, I, I am, too, because it's like, you know, I, 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 I get it. I, you know, we want Trump to be gotten rid of. Uh, yes, we absolutely do, and that would be magical and wonderful and beautiful, but it ain't going to happen like this. You know, I mean, this is yeah. this is a nice way to start stacking things up um, to, to build a case maybe for impeachment. But, you know, uh, you know, it, I mean, if somebody but, does, the thing. but if somebody does the right thing once, I'll give them credit for doing the right thing once. Here's the thing. And I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say this directly to Trojan Rabbit because <laughs> I love him. I do. I don't think I'm sitting there saying we're going to have a kumbaya moment. I don't think any Democrat or any liberal is saying, yay, go flake or yay, go corker. What we're saying at this point is that it's about time, regardless of their voting record. And I understand that that's a raw bone. It's a painful bone. It's it's I understand that. But. These people are putting country over party. And God damn it, I love this country. I love this country first. I really do. And I'm very, very proud to say that I'm a Democrat. And I'm very proud to say that I'm a liberal. And I'm damn proud to see somebody finally coming to their senses and saying, I can't do this anymore. And if that means that they still want to remain a Republican, okay, I'm fine with that. I might disagree with you about that. But this is a good step forward. Yeah. This do is the, a really good step do forward. The right, do the right thing more often, too. Yes. yes. Do the right thing. But I, I, I will say that I don't disagree with anything Senator Flake had to say today. But him just resign, not well, not resign, but not rewrite. Why? Well, he still votes with Trump 92% of the time. So to me, these words kind of ring a little hollow. If he really wanted to put his money where his mouth is, 
It's that easy. Just say, I'm no longer going to caucus with the Republicans. I'm now an independent. He doesn't have to caucus with the Democrats. He doesn't have to caucus with the Republicans. But, you know, the fact that he votes 92%, well, it's like 91.7, but I'm rounding up, okay? Well, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, I, I agree with what he had to say, but the actions don't fit the words. And he's just cutting and running and hiding instead of standing and fighting like a man. What say you, Joe? Well, I said it in the uh, production chat today, and I'll say it again. We're in trouble, and here's why. This is a symptom of trouble. Mm -hmm. You have Republicans in retreat, and only honest when they're in retreat. Yeah. And that tells me nothing except that Trump is winning. He's pushing Republicans that are dare to disagree with him on anything. Even the 10% flake disagreed with. And they're in retreat. And only when they have nothing to lose are they open with their disdain for this man. Mm. Let me tell you, I'll take heart when someone like Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, yeah. Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, Kevin McCarthy, when one of those souls finds it in their heart to be patriotic when they do have something to lose. Okay, John McCain's words fall empty on me when he gave us Sarah Palin. Okay, mm -hmm. Jeff Flake falls deaf on my ears when he supported gutting the ACA, and he will vote for this tax plan. It's not and, just that. We're oh, sorry, Joe. I, uh, I and, I, and I'm going to say that 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 uh, that uh, Bob Corker, his, his words are empty if he doesn't, if he couldn't say it last year, when he knew the man's character. Then they were so drunk with the idea of power that they 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 couldn't see past their nose. And now only exactly only now when their careers are over. They have nothing to lose. Now they're going to tell us what they felt. Well, it's too late. I oh. and I will say, I mean, Jeff Flake also voted. Sorry, Go ahead. I'm Rain, sorry, Adam. Go ahead. No, I thought I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeff Flake also support, you know, also had no problem with Trump when he, you know, when he took a stolen Supreme Court seat and put a man who has done nothing on the Supreme Court but so dissent. I mean, Gorsuch has basically turned the more moderate Republicans. I mean, John Roberts hates the guy. John Roberts. You know, so I agree with Joe. These are these are words. I want to see actions. You want to stick it to Trump? Run for re-election. Win as an independent. Say, I will not give this motherfucker my vote. Right. Exactly. Any circumstances. Exactly. <clears throat> Don't back away. Run. So. I, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to play the rest of the audio now. <laughs> I, 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 I got to say this because, because here's the thing. I do not disagree with either one of you guys. I don't. I'm really trying to come down on, on and I'm sure the people in the chat room are not going to be happy about this. And oh, well, somebody had to start you, the ball rolling. 
And you know what? If it meant that Corker had to say, I'm not running again, and if it if it meant that, that Flake said, I'm not running again, in order to get this ball rolling, somebody had to get this goddamn ball rolling. And they weren't going to be, they weren't going to do it while they were in, in, while they were in the middle of campaign cycle, because we have a 24-7 campaign cycle. Well, that's where we need the, the, the courage. That's what a profile on courage is. I, when you have a campaign, when you have power, and you're able to speak truth to power, that's I, when it counts. It doesn't count anymore with Flake. It doesn't it count. It does. No, here's the thing. It does. It does. I, I, now that Flake has gotten what he wants from Trump, he he's feels he can speak out against him. He's still got something from Trump. He's just as bad. These two guys are going to be in office until 2019. They're going to be there. They're not leaving. But you know what? I don't know how to explain this. I wish I had somebody here to help me. Well, this is... They uh, have made themselves really clear that they are voices of opposition to Donald Trump. And they are both going to be in office until January 2019. And yes, be pissed at them. Be pissed at them for the fact that they're Republicans. Be pissed at, at Corker for the fact that he supported Trump. Be pissed. I don't want to take away your being pissed at them. I'm pissed at them. But God damn it, at this point, Trump is a menace to our American society. And these two guys have finally come out and said, no more. No more. Because, and the other thing, the other thing is, you know, even if Flake votes, Flake and Corker, even if they vote for this, this stupid goddamn tax bill, they're still Republicans. The fact that they spoke out against a guy who is a treasonous motherfucker who who debases, and they both said this, debases our American society, we have to take what we can from when we can get it when it comes to the opposition. Bingo. And the opposition is the Republican Party. I, I, I'm not saying roll over and be like, yay, they're our friends. They're not our friends. But they came out and they took a stand. And both of them took a stand by saying, I'm not going to run again. When they know damn well they could just keep rolling in money through their packs. Well, not Mr. Not Mr. Flake because he's at an all-time low on the polls. He, he knew he wasn't. It. He said he, he couldn't run in this environment. He couldn't win. He knew it. He's in retreat. He still said it. Well, uh, and, look, and I Ryan, loved. I loved. I'm sorry to disagree with you guys look, on this. That's one. okay. That's okay. But I'm saying I loved his words. I loved his speech. But the speech is what I'm saying is to me, in my opinion, and that's nothing taking nothing away from you, Rain. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, the speeches are meaningless when you're in retreat. When John McCain has a brain tumor and he's going to die and he's not going to be senator, it doesn't mean anything. When it counted, he put Sarah Palin in front of the country. I okay. know. And, when and it counted, yeah, Jeff Flake is... voted for Donald Trump. Yeah. When it counted, Bob Corker voted for Donald Trump. And when you're in retreat, it means nothing. When Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan stand up to Donald Trump, when 19 Republicans tell me that they'll join the Democrats and remove him from office, then I will listen to their patriotism, but not before. Well, I'm listening to them now. I feel like it's a start. Well, you know, I mean, that I loved his speech. 
don't get me wrong. And you know I said that. It's, it's a historic speech. He probably made his point in history, but it took no courage to make it. Not when you decided that your career was over. Yeah. You know, there's nothing freer than a <clears throat> condemned man. <laughs> That's all. Well, if yeah. I could get a word in edgewise, I would like to say I wholeheartedly sorry, I wholeheartedly agree with Rain on the matter that, you know, we need to take our allies where we can, when we can. We're not giving blanket forgiveness. We're not sitting down and hugging each other and roasting marshmallows and, again, singing kumbaya. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, this is... Uh, yeah, they're assholes. I know they're all horrible fucking assholes, but I will take a speech over not a speech. They could have said we're not running and done nothing. Done, said nothing. Yeah. They could have just tucked their tails between their legs, hung their heads low, not said a thing. But they didn't. They said something. Are they going to do something? I don't know. But saying something might lead to doing something. That's my whole point of, of playing any of this audio, you know, because we can't fucking predict the future. I don't have, you know, a, a crystal ball. I don't know if these guys are going to do the right thing. I would just like to see them doing the right thing more. And the fact that two of them came out on the same day, as reprehensible as their voting record, as reprehensible as their entire party or their support for Trump or anything like that, two of them came out on the same day and embarrassed the shit out of that monster in the White House. So that's where I that's where I stand on the same day. It's a mark. It is a mark. Okay, he's not embarrassed. What does he do? He goes on Twitter and he and he sh throws a little shit fit. No, he he wants to be adored. They're not gonna adore him anymore. So whatever. All right. So he's not okay. So it's pointless. I'm not gonna play but, any more of the audio if that's the case. I don't think it's if pointless. it's if it's well. I I mean I'm sorry I didn't mean to upset you I'll so much. If you want, no, if you I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm just saying. I mean, it's like, are we? You know, I don't like. St you know, I just feel like I'm staring down a bottomless well if we can't find some good in this. And That's I fucking refuse to do that. You and, know. And Joe and and Adam. I, I, that's where I am at. I, I I understand all the frustration. But this is a big deal, and and we can look at all the stuff that they did in the past, and we can look at the voting. I, I get that. I mean, I, I remember this going through the same feeling with the freaking Bush administration, but it, at a certain point, I feel like this, you know, Flake might have not have been as, he might not have been as brave as we wanted him to be, and the same with Corker. But they did this. They did this. They did this. They came out and said the things that we have actually, at least myself, have begged Republicans to come out and say. We needed Republicans to come out and say that Donald Trump is divisive to this nation. Donald Trump is not good for the children of this nation. Donald Trump is not good for our country. And they did this. Even if it means that they did put their tail between their legs and said, I'm not going to run again, they still have a platform until January 2019. They did this. They said this. And I don't care if they're not running anymore. That means, you know, if you want to get partisan, that means that they can, they can, we Democrats can maybe gain some seats. That's great. But they did this. They said it. Republicans said this. 
And, you know, I actually, I had a conversation with my, my, my delegate here in Virginia, who he made a comment about this today. And I said, well, what do we do? Joe, Joe, to be honest with you, I, I presented him the, the question that you asked us. What do we do? When, when all these Republicans do is when they decide it's okay to speak out, they quit. And I put that to my, my friend, Mark Levin. And he actually said something very dark and very nerve-wracking, but very honest. And he said, then we have Trump, Trump, Trumplicans versus Democrats. And it made me think about this. And I feel like, okay, if that's the case, I think that Democrats can win. I hope this makes sense. Point. And I'm sorry if I upset y'all for no, disagreeing. I'm but I'm not upset. I'm just I just don't I see I, I just don't see how it's going to be productive for cuz nobody in the chat room wants to hear any of this audio and it's not going to, you know, and if it's just going to be oh it's empty words, empty words, empty words, I'm not playing any more of the audio. We'll just change subjects after the break. Okay. So, I would well, rather just move on. I feel guilty. Now my <laughs> that's okay. I just need to stretch need what to make I have. It's so audio-wise. egregious. Just, no, I'm, it's all right. I, I mean, like it, it, the the chat has, has made their their point uh, that uh, you know I'm I'm I, this is not a good topic for tonight. So we'll go ahead and uh, oblige. So um, on that note, it is break time. So let's go ahead and do that, and we'll come back and we'll talk about something else. So we'll be right back with uh, more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Patriotism is being proud of whatever you are and whatever you do. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Welcome back to the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. I'm sorry to everybody for everything I said. 
<laughs> you have you nothing can, to be. Nobody has anything to be sorry see, about. It obviously see, just you can laugh was at not. That. It was. It, yeah, it just obviously was not working as a, a segment. So we'll just we will forge ahead. <laughs> and of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. I am back. See, I came back. That's good. I That's good. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Nice. Joe. nice. Oh, huh? <laughs> No, no, rain, 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 rain. This is, we won't agree on everything, but we love each other. That's I know, we do. See, we do. there. I hope that last segment was good about that. There I thought go. the last segment was excellent. And also it's joining like, us in the rotating co-host seat, uh, Adam Hebert from Mike Check Radio. Welcome back. Where's my heavenly choir? Uh, don't it's have in my writer pick. Um, it's in my writer. Here it is. <laughs> Oh, wait, there's the other one. Uh, okay, uh, speaking of heavenly choirs, uh, the next story has nothing to do with that. Uh, it actually has to do with a fellow named Ryan Clayton from Americans Take Action, who, uh, boy, he had a handful of uh, confetti to, to welcome Trump Hero, today. Sure. Yes. Uh, this was, uh, where, where where was this? This was in the, the press area of the of the White House? Was it the White House? No, this was in the Senate building. In the Senate building. Oh, Trump was in the yeah. Senate building. Yeah, today. they were, Trump was with, with uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. McTurtle. And they were going in to have that big lunch today. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, and guess who got two scoops of ice cream? Um... <laughs> And uh, but yeah, so uh, among the press pool there was a fellow named Ryan Clayton from America Take Action, and he decided to toss a bunch of Russian flags at Trump and said the following at a very high volume. They should be talking about treason. This president conspired with the agents of the Russian government to steal an election. We should be talking about treason in Congress, What's your name? not about tax cuts. Ryan Clayton from American State Action. Ryan Clayton from American State Action. And then he was handcuffed. But amen. 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 That was awesome. We need more of that. Those flags were the same flags that were passed out at CPAC last year. Mm-hmm. The Russian flags with Trump printed on them. Yes. In gold yeah, I letters. did some research into that. Those are the same flags. And that was also the same um, guy who passed out those flags at CPAC last year. Well, good for him. That was that yes. was pretty amazing. And, you know, and he had the wherewithal to, I mean, really, really string together a very eloquent sentence uh, <laughs> after screaming Trump is treason. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> and after being handcuffed. Yeah. See, I, that's that's that, that. I think we should have more senators being let off the floor in handcuffs, throwing Russian flags at the guy. This is true. Wrap them, just do, tie them up in a Russian flag. Roll them up like a, a little senator Russian burrito, or a Russian rug. I don't care. Yeah. But the so. funny thing is, if you look at the video, and I'll I'll post it. But if you look at the video, I don't think Mitch McConnell or Trump actually saw what was happening. Um, no, I think they were probably pretty oblivious thinking of that lovely lunch. With 
two scoops of ice cream yes. on a chocolate cake. Yes. Uh, I think and extra had, sauce for the chicken. I think they had KF, KFC Famous Bowls uh, in there. You know. Now with our famous hot gravy. Um uh yeah so uh you know again this is uh that that's great i did i i kind of saw the picture of the flags and, and it looked and i was just looking at an article real quick today rain but i saw the flag and i was like hot damn that sure looks like the one from cpac so i'm glad you yeah, looked I, into it yeah i did look into it they were the same flags yeah they were it, the it, trump flags I, awesome I, he did look familiar too so i mean because he just looked like a real straight lace kind of guy in a suit you know so that was that was pretty awesome, you know. He didn't look like some crazy hippie or anything, you know. Uh, <laughs> Is anything wrong with that? No, no, nothing wrong with that. I I I know plenty of crazy hippies. So and they're they're great for their craziness and their hippiness. Um, but uh, but yeah, yes, but the first the yeah. first report that came through it at this, and this is when I shared it with you guys in the production chat. And also at our Four Freedoms blog, where it, it was a guy who was in the press pool. Was like, wait, some dude in the press pool is doing this. So somehow, I, I have a feeling somehow he got he got press credentials. I think he had Glenn Thrushes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nice. He probably but he did. got in. He did it, and I'm glad that he did it. Yeah, well, yeah, he was you know, dressed in a nice suit and everything. I mean, he was yep. really prepared for this. Well, yes. Americans take action. They probably thought that that was like some kind of super pack for you know the alt right or something. <laughs> so, uh, because you know what, we can use the word America too in in our organizations. You you, you yes. filthy right wingers. Um, uh, but yeah, so Adam, any any thoughts on on the the little protest there? Well, you, you just know Schittler was angry. You know he was. He may not have shown it, but this is an authoritarian fascist who can't stand the fact that people have the audacity not to smooch his fat ass. Well, and when it was all over the news within like 20 minutes and the top story on all the major news networks, uh, you know, uh, on a day like today, he probably got a little sore. Yeah. I'm but, okay with that. You yeah. know, uh, more of that. But um, uh, yeah. So I expect uh, him to tweet about it tomorrow. Hopefully, he's he's had such a bad day. Yeah, I mean, he started out his whole morning corker, corker, little little corker, little good, and then good. and then and then Flake quit, and and that was Flake quit after the flag incident, and oh man. Yeah, we should uh, we should have a pool of what time in the morning he'll start tweeting tomorrow morning, and what hashtag he'll use, and <laughs> what hashtag? Maga, sad, sad. F- flaky flake, flaky, flaky flake. flake. Ugh. What is flaky flake? Well, did you the know? Through hip hop. Yeah, it'd be flaky flake. <laughs> so yeah. someone actually did a you know kind of did like a timeline of when he tends to tweet, and it matches up with Fox and Friends. Oh yeah. Well, yeah! Oh yeah! And Morning Joe. And yes. Morning Joe. Oh yes. A- and Joe the other right night he reacted. He reacted to uh, uh, Kevin. Um, yeah. Uh, O'Donnell. Uh, uh, the uh, last word. Yep. Because uh, O'Donnell was really giving it to him, and he said he he came right out and said, "Oh, the media and the the fake news and everything about the uh, congresswoman in Florida." So. 
He watches and, MSNBC. And O'Donnell's response was, if you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Actually, it was more like an F.U., but uh, that's... <laughs> well, that, that worked for me, too. Don't yeah. ruin my Star Wars fantasies. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, mean, Ray, I mean... I know you don't like the Star Wars. He does watch the morning. I mean, he, he wait, obviously wait, watched wait, late wait, night wait, Morning wait. America. When did I ever say I don't like Star Wars? What was what was the reference I made that you didn't like a while ago? I, I don't know, Star but I Does don't it? think I've ever said I don't like Star Wars. A lot of I shows. think I'm crossing the streams. I think it's I'm okay. crossing the streams. Just a lot of shows have gone by. So, um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, uh, well, here's an interesting story. Something we we talked about the other day, and there's a bit of a follow up here. Uh, John Huddy, who is the brother of um, Juliet Huddy. Uh, he worked for Fox News in their Israel-Gaza um, bureau. Uh, but uh, Juliet Huddy was the the uh, individual who was interviewed by uh, Megyn Kelly about the sexual harassment allegations from uh, Bill O'Reilly. And um, I found this uh, by Justin Bargona over on Media. I, I'm, uh, hey, Justin, I'm always reading your stuff on the show. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, so, uh, John Huddy, who he got fired from Fox after, uh, his sister started, you know, coming forward and doing interviews and whatnot. And, um, uh, and he decided to make a, a statement on this after he was canned. Says, this is disgusting what they're doing. Uh, Huddy said of his termination from Fox news. It's just awful for what? Because I got in an argument with somebody Earlier, uh, he said, I'm not trying to play the victim or, or be a martyr. As a journalist, it's our job to expose injustice, and this is brutal. A spokesperson for Fox News told uh, THR that the network stands by the statement it made about uh, on Monday about Huddy's dismissal, which they claim that he got in a fistfight or something. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, and it sounds like he got in it from what he's saying. Uh, you know, I'll believe you know somebody fired from Fox before I believe you know Fox News themselves because, uh, especially with all the bad press that they're getting. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to believe Bill O'Reilly. I'm not going to believe Roger Ailes. You know, uh, but uh, you know somebody who's on the adjacent receiving end of of the abuses that went on at Fox, I would de certainly believe. And this guy seems like, you know, yeah, he worked for Fox, and that's, you know, it, it's not like he was he's a Steve Ducey or a Sean Hannity, you know. It, it, he falls maybe more into the Chris Wallace, Shepard Smith camp. But, you know, uh, it, regardless, his sister was harassed. And he stood up for her, and he got fired. Yeah, he did. And he was also, this is the same guy, he was the uh, Israel reporter, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of strange. Oh my god, I'm transfixed. I'm looking at an autoplay video on my other computer, <laughs> and Joel Osteen is on Fox and Friends. Freaks! The Sorry. fact that he got fired is suspect to me. It's really suspect to me. Oh, he he all but confirmed what what our immediate thoughts were after his firing. Yeah. So, you know, 
this is uh, uh you know that's obviously uh um uh, i don't know hopefully hopefully he can he can you know fight him on it and sue them and get it some kind of settlement for uh, uh you know unjust termination or whatever i i just find oh god it just seems to me that fox news fires many many people who don't toe their line Mm-hmm. And their line seems to be, yeah, we don't like sexual harassment, but if you're calling us out on our personal people who sexually harassed, we're going to fire you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that makes sense. Probably doesn't. Yeah, make sense. and, and well, and the thing head. is, if people hadn't come forward in in mass the way they did against Roger Ailes and and Bill O'Reilly, they'd still be working for the company. Yeah. It's not that it's not no that, it's not that, that he did any kind of physical violence. Yeah. The only um, proof is no. from Fox News. Oh yeah, it's just a statement that they said that he was in an altercation or something like that. But yeah. you know, so so basically what they you know, so what it boils down to is Fox News, they don't really care if there's sexual harassment going on just as long as they can keep it buried. But exactly. you know when when thing when people start talking and people start bringing it up and they're like, oh shit, we're gonna lose our breadwinner. Oh, what are we gonna do? Well, we gotta do it. We gotta take this one for the team, yeah. I suppose. But you know, uh, it, but you know, then when somebody else brings it up or questions what what's going on in the organization, uh, they you know uh, th- they'll retaliate. Fox News is very very corrupt. And when oh, I yeah. say corrupt, I mean, that's an organization that just, it's a culture of abusing women. I mean, you look at, you look at Megyn Kelly, you look at Gretchen Carlson. Those are the two blondes that I can think of. But there is a lot of other women who, it, it just, uh, it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating because there's Fox News as an organization and then there's fox news as the news organization and these are two things that we have to talk about separately fox news the liars and then fox news fox news org whatever as as the company that just allowed this culture to exist and roger ailes is dead and let us never forget that roger ailes died in disgrace he died he in disgrace because he went after Gretchen Carlson. Man, I forgot yeah, he was dead. Thanks side. for the thank you for the reminder. So <laughs> <laughs> look at the bright side. Roger Ailes will be that will be there when uh, the when Satan gets ready to open the Richard B. Cheney Moral Circle of Hell. Mm, it's going to be renamed the Trump's uh, memorial. The memorial, at least, uh, at least Dick Cheney, uh, t- for all intents and purposes, didn't wasn't a sexual predator. I, we can give him that well, much. I, I think he'll. I think they'll just build another circle of hell. <laughs> yeah, Cheney yeah. was just a plain predator. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, okay. Um, I just want to address one one quick thing in the chat. Okay, nobody has to leave. Nobody. Ha- if you want to talk about this stuff, you can talk about this. And Kat is saying she's sick of people buying it uh, when politicians uh, tell them. What they want to hear and wave off their voting record. For the record, oh. no nobody's waving off anybody's voting record. The only thing yeah, I was I, cheering any the Flake or or the uh, 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 the other dude uh, for or McCain is just them, uh, you know, 
saying what you know uh, wh- whatever it's not it's not worth discussing but i'm not w- saying everything's hunky dory maybe i said if somebody I, does the right thing once encourage them to do it again yeah i wasn't doing that either i hope cat didn't think that i just feel I, like this is just uh, i mean this this just got everybody really upset including myself in that f- second segment and i don't want I'm anybody sorry. to be upset and i don't want anybody to to feel like they have to leave or stop chatting but that's not that no. was never my intention on the show was to say hey he's our buddy now and i know it got said uh, maybe i said he's our ally uh, you know or we need to look for allies wherever we can yes i know he's not our ally but we need to look for you know uh, i'm just saying any glimmer of hope here's the thing I, i'm an, i'm a hopeless here's- optimist and i cannot fucking help that and i will never here's stop being a hopeless optimist can I can I just jump in here? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm with you, and I never said that I was like, yay, any of the voting records. My point is, and and I will stand by this, and I really hope everybody stays here, and you know, you can come out to my Facebook page, and we'll talk about it. Um, it's not about them being our allies. It's about getting something started. They are Republicans. They will always be Republicans. Trump is beyond republicanism. He's he's just he's beyond republicanism. And um I, I'll take anybody who comes against him. I will take anybody cuz this guy is a monster. This the, Trump Trump is beyond partisanship. Part partisanship. Partis- Partisan- Thank you. Partisanship. Thank you. I, I just right. I, I get so frustrated. Trump is beyond partisanship. He is evil. He is evil. He's a monster. And so I, we have a lot of shit to fight about regarding women's rights and women's just all of that stuff. But none of it's going to matter until we figure out a way to get him out of office. And and there are some things that really, to me, in my opinion go beyond being a Democrat or a Republican. And I'm not supporting Jeff Flake. I do not support Bob Corker. They are the absolute opposite of everything that I believe in when it comes to my beliefs. I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat. Them coming out against Trump goes above being a Democrat or Republican. I, I hope that makes sense, and I I didn't mean to upset people in the chat I, room. Same here, same here, because uh, you you and I are uh, among the minority who who feel this way. Um, and you know, and I get it. Cat says, you know, uh, 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 but my rights being eroded cannot afford feel good moments when Flake is just as dead against them as Pence's. I get that too. This is not a feel good moment. The, here's the thing, Cat. I got to say this to you. I. You know, I just, I totally support your rights. There are rights. They're everybody's rights. I just feel like Trump is is just dangerous to basic human rights. I agree. I, I, I so hope that makes we're, sense. We're and I not, don't want to sound dismissive of Kat yeah. or myself or, not, or anybody. We're not giving anybody a free pass. We're not giving anybody a free pass on this show. 
The only thing I was hopeful for is okay, maybe let's see what he does over what let's see what these guys do over the next 14 months. Let's see if the, yeah. if it's ju- if it's empty talk, then it turns out to be empty talk. If something good comes out of it, it's a bonus. So, fair enough. But, you know, I'm not May holding I'm my breath. I wouldn't I wouldn't people. I wouldn't recommend anybody else hold their breath either. But, you know, I just uh, I just don't want anybody to have uh sore, you know, hard feelings over anything that's going on here because um, it's just a talk show and we're not always going to see exactly the same, but you know, see everything exactly the same way, but we're all in agreement. Republicans are terrible and their social policies yep. are fucking garbage. And, Absolutely. you know, but if there's just one possible instant where somebody can possibly maybe even do the right thing, I will anticipate that right thing. But again, I'm not going to hold my breath for it. So that's it. That's all. I just wanted to clear things up. So, <laughs> I yeah, I'm uh, sorry, everybody. I am nothing to, to be sorry. Room, about I'm sorry. That. Yeah, and uh, no, we just you know, it's just we just need to come to. Uh, we need to have a kumbaya moment among ourselves, not with uh, not with the bigots in the in the GOP. But if one bigot wants, if there's going to be bigot on bigot violence, I'll gladly pop the popcorn for everybody. Can we use a tiki torch to pop the popcorn? No, nope, the white nationalists bought them all out. Those bastards. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll just get Jiffy Pop over a campfire. Um, I loved Jiffy Pop when I was a kid. That was the biggest treat. Doing that, <laughs> I loved it too. It was magic. That foil. Just it was expanded. as much fun to make. And that microwave popcorn had to had to ruin it. So. God damn, Orville Redenbacher. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the microwaves came along and ruined the 70s for everyone. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Kenny, the 80s did that for the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh and Reagan. Uh so anyway, all right, well I'll tell you what. We we'll go to the yeah, break a little bit. Let's blame Reagan for all yeah. of this. Yeah, let's Do a uh, lot of coke sure. and vote for Ronald Reagan. Sure. Well, you know, we can start with the fairness doctrine and trickle down economics and uh, logically end up where we are now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If we still had the fairness doctrine, we could actually be, in a, you know, on the actual airwaves. Mm hmm. Instead of yeah. Rush Limbaugh's bloated carcass spreading all over this country like the fucking blob. Okay. So, what we're going to do, because uh, we only have one show left before Halloween, what we're going to do is we're oh. going to. Um, yeah, this is our. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, well, two shows. I'm sorry. I forgot we broadcast on Friday, too. Um, but uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk a little bit of Halloween stuff uh, on this next break. Uh, maybe about favorite costumes, favorite. Uh, the kinds of candy you always wanted to get in your bag or you would trade for or. You know, steal from your sibling, whatever, um, and um, uh, or or you know, houses that you used to go to that used to let you know I, I let you in and give you candied apples without razor blades, um, yeah, or with razor blades. I don't know what kind of person you are. Um, Yay, so, razor blades. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so let's we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit of Halloween. We're going to do name calling. We're not going to do reverse calling tonight because we're doing um, we're doing. Um, 
what the hell is that sound? What the hell is that sound? In our three, we were going to have Adam be our uh, our our. Uh, uh, Kibitzer uh, on the show, the the, the lifeline, as Kibitzer? it were, but but uh, oh. but Joey He's Joey Joey had to cancel, so now we're gonna um, uh, let Francie come on, let her pick her t- teammate, Team Joe or Team Rain, and then Adam will be on the other team. I'll do a coin toss to see who goes first. And um, we'll do that in hour three. But, yeah, when we come back, we'll get to name calling. If anybody has any birthdays, let us know. But, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk. We're going to do name calling and Halloween when we come back after the Green News Report, everybody. And I promise it'll be spooky. Uh, 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 uh. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. It's Tuesday, October 24, 2017. It uh, shocked all of us when we saw the numbers. New report finds pollution kills more people every year than war, disaster, or hunger. Do you agree that the president's response and his administration's has been a 10? Well, if it is a 10 out of a scale of 100, of course. Senate to vote on disaster relief for hurricane victims. EPA censoring climate science and government scientists. Plus, it's the hottest World Series in professional baseball history. Literally. Oh, fantastic. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Coal-fired power plants cause terrible air pollution. Stop! Air pollution is a myth. Like asthma. Some kids just cough more. Sign that man up for the Trump administration. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it is late October. It sure as hell doesn't feel like it out here in Southern California. No, certainly not. And that means that Game 1 of the World Series starts in Los Angeles on Tuesday during a record-breaking heat wave with temperatures around 100 degrees (laughs) in late October. This will indeed be the hottest World Series in history. It actually reached 101 this week in Los Angeles again in late October. Yeah, we can't really say that enough, can we? Not that anybody cares. In Puerto Rico, more than a month after Hurricane Maria hit, 30% of the island still lacks clean drinking water, and 80% of the island remains without electricity. The U.S. Senate is scheduled to vote on a $36 billion disaster relief funding package this week that already passed the House. More than half of that will go to FEMA to deal with the multiple simultaneous extreme weather disasters that have hit the United States. And is it nearly enough? No, it's certainly certainly is not. Congressional Republican leadership, however, has promised additional future aid bills. Senate Democratic Minority Leader Chuck Schumer on Monday called on President Trump to appoint an official disaster response and recovery coordinator, granted the authority to bring all federal agencies together to oversee federal disaster response efforts. I thought that's what FEMA was supposed to do. I thought that's what the Department of Homeland Security was supposed to do when FEMA came under it. I thought that's what the president was supposed to do when he oversaw the Department of Homeland Security. Turns out, lights on, 
nobody's home. In an interview on the broadcast, former Puerto Rican Energy Commissioner and current United Nations Climate Policy Consultant Ramon Cruz warned that rebuilding Puerto Rico's electric grid is a very complex undertaking, vulnerable to vultures seeking to take advantage of billions in federal aid dollars. Cruz also warned mainland Americans to push their own elected representatives to do more to prepare climate disaster adaptation plans. Everywhere in the coast, everywhere that is vulnerable, to climate change, to global warming, there should be a plan for how to deal with essential infrastructure. Well, of course they should have such plans, but this administration can't even get through a a single disaster in Puerto Rico. You expect them to plan for the next one? Meanwhile, pollution kills more people every year than war, disaster, or hunger. That's the conclusion of a new study published in the medical journal Lancet that found that in 2015, at least 9 million people around the world died prematurely due to exposure to toxic pollution caused by fossil fuels and industrial sources, especially in developing economies with lax environmental regulations. The researchers warned the actual number of deaths is likely much higher and noted that pollution is also expensive. Polluting industries don't pay for the higher health care costs that they cause. And as co-author Dr. Richard Fuller noted in The Guardian, quote, what people don't realize is that pollution does damage to economies. People who are sick or dead cannot contribute to an economy. Why do you hate jobs, Desi Doyen? Meanwhile, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt is ratcheting up censorship of science and EPA scientists including the last-minute cancellation of the scheduled appearance of three EPA scientists who were set to present an EPA-funded report on climate change impact on Monday at a conference partly funded by the EPA. Pruitt also indicated he plans to limit scientists who receive EPA research grants from participating on federal science advisory boards to avoid what he called potential conflicts of interest, but not scientists who are funded by industries that are regulated by the EPA. And in an apparent effort by the EPA to play down the threat of global warming, the agency has deleted even more climate science data from taxpayer-funded websites. That's according to a new analysis by the Environmental Data and Governance Initiative. They found that dozens of online climate resources have been taken down, including information intended to help state, local, and tribal governments prepare for the impacts of climate change. But Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel announced on Monday that now 17 cities around the U.S. have stepped in to act as repositories for much of the federal climate science data that Trump's EPA has removed. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.com bradblog.com find us follow us and share us worldwide on the facebooks and the twitters at green news report i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan and this has been your green news report happy halloween from indie media weekly Never take candy from strangers. IndieMediaWeekly.com This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? 
at IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. And just what are you going to talk about? You don't even know your own name, you stupid dickhead. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I the story behind that was I just was looking desperately for something Halloween-related to play for a honky drop, and I typed in Ghost Edit, and that came up from Ghost in the Machine. So, And just what are you going to talk about? You don't even know your own name, you stupid dickhead. <laughs> what a great delivery. Uh, so, anyway... <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I'm just going to shut my yap. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't have to shut your yap. So, you uh, know I'm never going to shut my yap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course. <laughs> Uh, oh well, there he is, uh, uh, breathlessly uh, oh, uh, in, in anticipating his return to the show. Uh, Adam Hebert, Enterprise Alabama, of course, uh, as heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hello, breathless one. Sorry about that. We're getting ready for like forty-two degree weather mm-hmm. uh, down here, so I've been going through the house, closing all the windows, so mom doesn't, you know, uh, freeze to death slowly. Yeah, it got down to like. I think about maybe 57 last night, and I closed the last window in the kitchen. So, uh, But 42 is the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. It can't kill anyone. See? There you go. So, And uh, and last but most certainly not least, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's play his jingle and let him uh, do some name-calling. Go up to Scranton with me. They place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and joke the ride. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, Mr. Santorsa. Who does not like clowns? Everybody. Before we get started, let's not forget that Francie has a birthday. Her neighbor growing up, Cheryl, uh, had a birthday Sunday, October 22nd. So just I want to get that out there because this uh, scroll goes up fast and then we forget. Okay, so in the chat, we have... Well, we have on the show Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi, Joe. We have Clinster. We have Francie. I know what team you're going on, Francie. We have Jake. I'm going to pay her more money. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean me. <laughs> I know she's going on your team. Uh, Jay Collie. We have Cat. We have... Kenny Pick, our host. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have myself, Michelle, in South Florida. Miles in South Florida, who did a wonderful job on our show Sunday. Thank you very much, guys. And we have Moonmare, Peter in San Francisco, Prisnet. Hi, Rain. I'm in your basement. 
Or I'm oh, butt calling you, one or the other. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God, we haven't talked about that. Oh, no, we shouldn't. Coming. Oh wait, here we go. I got it. Oh. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. There's a squad car on the way over there right now. Just get out of that house. There you go. <laughs> Braden was saying something like that to me last night. It really came from his pants. <laughs> it came from my pants. Anyway, <laughs> not going there. We've traced the call. It's coming from inside his pants. From his pants. It was actually my jacket, but what the hell. Scoopster, DOJ, my boss, Tim Coromal. Hi, Tim. And last but certainly not least, TR, Trojan Rabbit. Very good. And that's our roll call today. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, so yeah. So for Francie, her best friend growing up, Cheryl, right? Cheryl, Cheryl, right. Cheryl. And I don't Cheryl. see, I don't see. Uh, okay, so yeah, it looks like uh, that's all the all the it was, birthdays. Uh, the twenty second, yes, only birthday. So, happy birthday! Here's your birthday boner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. There we go. So, happy birthday, Cheryl. Uh, yes, and again, we're uh, since we're doing our uh, What the Hell is That Sound at the top of the hour, we will not be doing reverse calling tonight. Uh, so, uh, in, in the interim, I thought we would talk about um, Halloween costumes and uh, candy. So uh, I think we've had this topic uh, of discussion on the show before, but I think I had all different co-hosts when I had the discussion before. So because uh, I, I, I think we did it like two years ago. I don't think I, I had the same uh, same uh, discussion, but um, uh, who, who would like to start? Adam, what, what's your fondest memory of a Halloween costume? Oh, geez. Uh. I would say usually my go-to is my Moogle costume, because I just replaced my vacuform Moogle ears. Yes. Which you can hear me pick, you know. Yes, that's fine. You can hear, yeah, the, got the dropsies. So, yeah, uh, I'll be I'll be doing that this year. So, white makeup, usually a white shirt. Sometimes I'll I'll uh, get paint a black paint and paint like a. Um, an essay notebook, black and write save on it because of Final Fantasy Nine. Moogles would save your game, and when you tell them to save, they would whip out this big, thick book, slam it on the ground, start writing in it. Well, there you go. Uh, well, what uh, about what about as a child though? Did you have? Is there any costume you can remember uh, as a child that one year you really wanted to be? Uh, Did you ever have one of those crazy Ben Cooper ones with like the staples and the rubber band on it that like, and if you weren't careful, the staples would get caught in your hair or cut your temples? <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, I did want to be Mario one year. Were you Mario? Yes, I. I it was pulled off. Hmm? Nice. I could see you. You could rock could, the Mario costume. I, I could, yeah. Although I hate the idea of having a mustache. Well, you, you, do you, you could grow one or have a fake one. That is true. So, uh, but yeah. But so you would that, probably mistake me for Bob Hoskins. I might. I might. So, uh, but yeah. So Mario, that's a good one. Do you remember about how old you might have been? Uh, 
10? Uh, well, it was Raccoon Mario, so it would have been around the time Super Mario Brothers 3 came out. So 90, so about 10, maybe 11. So yeah, look at my instincts. That that was good. So, um, all right. Uh, what about you, Rain? Uh, do, do you have any fond memories? Did you ever have one of those crazy, the... the the masks like that had a little slit in the mouth, and if you stuck your tongue in it, they would like cut the tip of your tongue off. So, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, do we lose rain? Uh, let me check the chat. No, she's there. She's no, there. I'm I'm here. I'm here. I was talking. Oh, that's hi, right. rain. I I I was thinking about this, and I haven't thought about the Halloween. Mm-hmm. My earliest Halloween memory was I was Fred Flintstone. Oh, that's awesome! Did you I was, was it one, I, of, one of those prepackaged costumes or a homemade one? Yes, yes. No, it was a prepackaged. And then I was Casper. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember the Casper I, costume. Those were both I, Ben. I those were both Ben Cooper ones. And again, they had the little slit in the mouth, and if you stuck your tongue in it, it would cut the tip of your okay, tongue. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see what you're talking about now. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're like. And then the, I just I I honestly don't remember a lot. I was a witch. I was this, I was that, and then when I got to about 14, 15, I was the sexy witch. Oh, there you go. But I really wasn't sexy. But I was uh, a teenager trying to be sexy. Uh, Moon Mare said uh, her favorite costume was Zorro. I even took my black horse trick-or-treating. She was a see, trooper. I kind of love that. I love that. That's great. That's great. So I love that. But yeah, in case the anybody. The last costume I can remember being uh-huh. was I did Day of the Dead. I did a whole. I, yeah, I, I saw your. Whole... That was great makeup. I saw the. You remember that, that, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's a lot yeah. of work, though. It was beautiful makeup. You did that all yourself? Yes. Oh, fantastic. That's, that's amazing because that was really ornate. So, <laughs> very detailed. I, w- I will say that I think this year we're going to see a lot of Princess Leia's. I hope I don't I'm see any Trumps because if I if I see any Trumps, I'm gonna give them ramen noodles. So <laughs> I, I, you're gonna give them that much? Uh, uh, I'm slam the door in their faces. Uh, no, if the, if it's you know, joking, I, I actually I think that this year I might go with Sarah Huckabee. Oh, uh, you got? No, I might. So going for scary? Oh, right. six inch oh, lashes. Woman. Will there be cleavage? I know, like today, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, you yeah. Saw it, you saw it. Wait, wait. Who's that? What's wrong? Somebody Adam. Adam's uh, disturbed. Adam, you guys mentioned cleavage and I swallowed soda. Oh, my God. I Come feel... I, it, don't die, Adam, because I'll feel no, responsible. I, it, this is just something I came up with just now. I think that I'm going to go with Sarah Huckabee. I'm going to go get a wig because I'm not a skinny woman and neither is Sarah, and that's fine. But I think I'm going to get a wig and wear a tablecloth. Big fake eyelashes, too. Oh, my God. Don't Can tempt me. Make sure your head's always tilted, too. Oh, so you, it looks you know what? Rain, <laughs> instead of the eyebrows, the huh? eyebrows you wear a lava lamp. It's the same thing as her eyebrows. I could do that. I think they just float up and down. I think that's my Halloween costume. There guys. you go. Maybe Rand, maybe Rand Paul's eyebrows migrated onto her face. Or no, Ron no, Paul. Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Eyebrows, or even Ron. But no, okay, no. Those, Don't you those remember eyebrows. that debate when Ron Ron Paul's eyebrow was like sliding down his face? 
Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> he looked like Clouseau. <laughs> he looked like Clouseau. Those, were, those weren't eyebrows. Those were brain slugs desperately trying to escape. Because yeah, the lack of uh, lack of food. Um, lack of nutrition. What do you think? Should that, I dress up like joke. Sarah Huckabee? I think Rocky I think it's great. Turkey. I think it's great. Oh, you're going to take a podium with you? Don't tempt me. So get uh, rollers, get rollers, take a podium. So yeah, it's, but it. I just I just want to I just want to express my my love though of the before we get to Joe's costume and my costume is my love, my absolute love for the Ben Cooper costumes. And if nobody knows what I'm talking about, each one they, basically you went into a store in like a Woolworth, Woolworth was a good place to find these things and they'd have an aisle and they just had these little boxes like slightly bigger than a shirt box and they'd have a little cell they'd have a little the, a colorful lid with a bunch of different characters on it and then a cellophane window on the top where it yes. would show the mask it would show the mask of the character and then it would have the folded up vinyl costume with like the little ribbons you tied in the back and they were what's really Woolworths? poor. They were really well. What's Woolworths? What? Well, let me tell you about what Woolworths is, Sonny. It's a lot like Ben Franklin. It's a lot like Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever had a Ben Franklin store in the area, but that's where I funny, did. funny oh Susan God. mentioned. That's where I used to get my Halloween costumes was Ben Franklin or Woolworth. But Woolworth, it's it's related to Walmart, isn't it? Didn't the Woolworth company uh, uh, evolve into Walmart or something? I don't know. I, I, I think they're. To think about the I don't think part. so. But I um, remember Woolworths. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. Where I work is in uh, the the parking garage in it. It's the Woolworth parking garage. My the where I work now, um, uh, without saying names, is the old Woolworth building in Cleveland. But uh, yeah, so the Ben Cooper costumes. It came in that cellophane. They had. They had a lot of licensed characters, uh, Marvel Comics, DC Comics, Star Trek, The Wizard of Oz. No, no, I don't think they did The Wizard of Oz. No, no, no. no I'm mistaken on it. Um, Planet of the Apes. Uh, they, of course, they had witches, ghosts, you know, like Rain said, Casper. Uh, I think they had a lot of cartoon characters like the Hanna-Barbera, Scooby-Doo, Fred Flintstone, all that. And, and yeah, and they had these little, they had eye holes, they had two little nose holes, and then they had this tiny little breathing slit on the mouth. And it was just, it, it was always God. really, it was always really sharp. And if you stuck your tongue in it, you're, you you could pan yes. it for a second and be like, oh, 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 no, don't do that. So I, this is, this is, uh, uh, well, so yeah, so this is my, awesome. this is my Ben Cooper costume story. And then we'll get to Joe's. Um, but, uh, I was at Ben Franklin. And I found the last, and this had to be 1978, I'm assuming. Um, uh, yeah, it had to be 1978 uh, because it was the year after Star Wars came out. And uh, I found the last Darth Vader costume. And I was at the checkout. And this mother and son came running into the store. And they ran back to the star Wars costumes and before me and my mom could get rung up, they came running back and they were like, is that the last Darth Vader costume? 
And I was, and my mom was like, yeah, that's the only one we saw. And they were like, we will buy the costume. Just let us have the mask. We have a mask that's just like it in the car. You can have the mask that we have in the car. You can, we'll buy the costume. You can keep the costume in, 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 we just want the mask and, and we'll give you the mask we have in the car. It's just like Darth Vader. It's just like Darth Vader. I'm like, well, why the fuck don't you keep it then? So they go out to the car and they bring in this, this, I entertain the notion for a moment and, and they show this mask and it's this blue like glittery sparkly robot mask doesn't look a goddamn bit like darth vader and i'm not going with a darth vader costume and a glittery blue you know mask so i can't believe i remember the story Uh, yeah you just don't do it so and they were just like oh please 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 i mean it was pathetic you know again i'm i'm like seven eight years old (laughs) And I'm like, this is fucking pathetic. And, you know, I didn't say that, but I was, just, you know, but they were making me feel so bad. Like, oh, we really need that. We need that. We need that. That's the last time costume anyway. And I was like, you can have it. I'm going to be C3PO. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. so, so I went back and I grabbed a C3PO costume. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want this mask? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be C-3PO. So so that's what I did. And I was never Darth Vader. But now I have a really great Darth Vader mask that fits over my entire head. Got it for 30 bucks at Target. Uh, so. <laughs> that's nice. Does that also have the voice modulator thing? No, no. It's just an adult size thingy. So I have a thing like that I could use for it, but um, I don't. Um, it just sits on my shelf, and I'm looking at it and thinking, ooh, I need to dust it now. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, that was my most memorable Ben Cooper story. I also had a, a Mr. Spock Ben Cooper costume as well. Uh, so anyway, I didn't even know about this Ben Cooper. Yeah, it's huge. I you really didn't. Just I mean, search I know for, exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Search for Ben Cooper costumes and, and do a Google image search and you'll find some amazing it's- shit. So I think Tim Coromel right. might be wearing a, uh, he should, he sh- yeah, that's a Ben Cooper Frankenstein. I don't know if that's <laughs> if that's him or his sibling in the Frankenstein, but because uh, they're uh, <laughs> love the face that the the little one's oh, making. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh my goodness! Um, my sister was a clown, and yeah, it was I, it was Ben Coop. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, oh my god! It's a whole I didn't world. Know that was a thing. Yeah, absolutely a thing. It's uh. People sell those in the boxes on eBay for for uh, Boku bucks, but Joe, I'm oh, sorry, wow. I, 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 I wanted to oh, make sure you got to mention your your uh, one of your favorite costumes as a kid. I can't I can't top that. Yes, uh, you can. it's not about topping. Yes. Well, you know, I mean, I was you know I grew up in an Italian neighborhood, okay, mm-hmm. oh. and my two best friends were Frank and Mooch. <laughs> they were brothers. Nice. Mooch was the younger. And we never were much for the neighborhood thing, you know, knocking on doors asking for candy. We sort of went, went for the for the throat. Mm-hmm. We would dress we would dress in fedoras and trench coats. <laughs> the three of us. Nice. Nice. Uh-huh. And we would go to the bars downtown. We'd walk to the downtown, uh, our, our local town, downtown, and uh, hit all the bars in our fedoras. If 
we uh, could get a drink, which we couldn't, because uh, yeah, we wouldn't pass with the fedoras. But uh, the guys got such a kick out of us, they gave us cash. <laughs> wow. So we used to collect. I remember that my best Halloween in my fedora and trench coat, I made 100 bucks. That's awesome. And that buys a lot of freaking candy, let me tell you. That's, that's how Italians do it. And that's how we do it. And nobody messed with and nobody messed with us. Okay. Very nice. We got our hundred bucks and nobody tried to take it from us on the way home, you know what I mean? You yeah, know what I'm telling awesome. you? So what kind yeah. of candy did you buy? Candy hell. <laughs> we bought cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, see? Boom. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Boom, it was a carton of cigarettes, carton of camels. <laughs> nice. Are you kidding? Nice. <laughs> we were ten. Oh Ooh, my you're god! Too young for candy. That's that's you know? hysterical. You're too young for wait, candy. Wait, 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 Joe, you were yeah. ten once. Oh yeah, a uh, wicked, wicked ten. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Yeah, Joe, me and me, awesome. Frank and Mooch did some stuff. Oh my god! I guess so. Stuff. I guess yeah, so. Yeah, but we we made out on Halloween. Let me tell you, we made well, out. I, I have posted a link to uh, uh, Den of Geek in its uh, 13 ridiculously awful Ben Cooper Halloween costumes. And oh yes, God. yes, ladies and germs, there was a Rambo one, a Chuck Norris one, and uh, there was a tattoo from, tattoo from Fantasy Island. And uh, just uh, oh, there's a ridiculous Aquaman one. And that was the thing. Oh, my that God. That, ma- that clown. Yeah. That's probably your sister's clown costume. My God. So, but, and then there, there's an Aquaman one at the bottom of the list. And what was funny, because they did this with Aquaman and Superman, is that because they were superheroes, they didn't want to just sell you a mask that was a guy's face. So they would put domino masks on them because you got to know they're a superhero. <laughs> and the Batman yeah. costume was really bad too. They actually put like printed the word Batman on the on the forehead or something, <laughs> you know, or had the bat symbol on it or something. But um, uh, but who yeah. would dress their kid up as Schmuck Norris? That's what I don't get. Oh, that That's was in the eighty. Abuse. That was in the eighties when they tried to do the Chuck Norris cartoon before you know he became a staple on Fox. So, um, but anyway. All right, we, we, we're going to have to get going to the break soon, but I do want to say uh, if everybody can rattle off one of their favorite uh, pieces of candy that they always got, I was a fiend for Clark bars as a kid. Milky Ways. Rain? Smarties. Joe? The $100 million bar. Ooh, that's a good one. I thought you were going to say camel, no, no filter. So, <laughs> in, 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 lieu of, in lieu of cash, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and also, you know what? I also really liked. Oh man, well, blackjacks. Um, they're the the licorice flavored flavored taffy. Oh yeah, they they were they they were like pink, black, and white, and they taste. Did you like, have a thing called Sin Sins? Uh, no, but were they like cinnamon I bears or something? Vaguely remember them. They were like little square, uh, licorice flavored candies oh that had a very hard like black licorice taste hmm sort of like blackjack uh chewing gum yeah um oh, if you yeah. ever had blackjack i've i, I think i've had blackjack chewing really gum kind of racist what huh 
something a little racist. My what? mother used to tell me, if I wanted to go as a hobo, I could use blackjack gum to cover up my teeth. Weird. It's not no, really it's racist. racist. It's not really racist. It's not really racist. No. no, it kind of is. It's, if you it's want to go as a hobo? Hygiene, but... but she's like, if you want to go as a hobo, use blackjack gum. And I was like, Mom, I can't find blackjack gum. She's like, oh, I remember we used to use blackjack gum as a kid to be a hobo. I just found three pounds of uh, blackjack uh, blackjacks on a- a- Amazon for fourteen nineteen free shipping. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, free shipping! <laughs> yeah, yo, show to run. Oh my! I God. love my mother, but damn it! And I'm on Amazon Prime, so I can yeah you get it for right no now. shipping. Well, right you now. see, the the one pound bag is nine dollars and thirty six cents for four dollars more, less than four dollars more. You get Why would anybody want blackjack gum unless they wanted to pretend no, no, no. that their teeth did not exist? No, this is blackjack blackjack taffy that I'm looking uh, at. This oh, is not is. blackjack gum. There because uh, there's blackjack taffy and blackjack gum. But I found so. the blackjack chewing gum. Six eighty five plus three twenty five oh, shipping. Oh yeah. my god. There you no go. Oh, see, there you go. So we're on it. So anyway, uh, we're, let's go ahead and uh, um, a run to the break. And when we come back, we need to get into uh, our latest installment of what the hell is that sound with Francie? And uh, I got my I got my coin for the coin toss. To see which team goes first, everybody. So uh, and of course, we'll let Francie uh, choose her teammate, and then Adam. Uh, by default, you will be on the other team. So let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with What the Hell is That Sound on Turn Up the Night. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Thumbs up, everybody! We're walking Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. I was desperately looking to see if I could find that crappy 70s blue robot mask, but 
I think that that's just how crappy it was that it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, so, uh, but uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D.C. Hello, hello, and Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. We still have fedoras. Oh, good, good. And uh, oh, Rain, I see your Fred Flintstone mask. I'm, I'm looking. Uh, I looked up Ben Cooper masks. So, uh, and uh, last but not least, yes. Root. Um, and uh, it does have the tiny little slit where you can cut the tip of your tongue off. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Adam Hebert, uh, Enterprise, Alabama, uh, Mike Jack Radio. Welcome back, sir. Hello. And we are getting. Uh, I believe Francie is with us now. Hello. Hello, Francie. What team Hello. would you? Whose team would you like to be on tonight? I'm gonna go. I'm. What? Francie. Hello. Yes, I can Francie. hear you now. Whose team do wait you want to be on? Wait a minute. Francie. Okay. Okay. Messed up here. All right. She okay. might be messed Hello? up. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, we hear you. Yeah, I was, I didn't knew, or I didn't shut you off, so it was a lot of people talking. You talked yes, twice. a whole bunch. Hi, um, Rain. Hi, Adam. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hi, I'm Francie. Go, Hi, I'm Francie. Gonna, don't be mad at me, Rain, but I'm going to go with the cash. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going with Joe. I'm All not right. mad. I, didn't I say don't that? Worry. <laughs> don't worry, Rain. We'll kick some... Ass. Oral Let's ass. play mixed doubles All tonight, right. okay? Mixed there we doubles. go. Mixed <laughs> doubles. <laughs> All right. I saw, so. I saw um, something Cat put in there that, well, Sugar Daddy, Sugar Baby, Sugar Mama was a horrible name for candy. But I yeah. liked it because the Sugar Daddy had these cards in them. The oh, yeah. long cards. And I collected the bird cards. And oh, I nice. put them in a Band-Aid nice. box. And Fun. that's why I liked it. I had no idea it was racist or <laughs> anything well, i was like inappropriate eight or nine. Yeah. so okay so, well we we're gonna yeah. do a coin we're gonna do a coin toss uh uh okay rain heads or tails i got my hearing horn <laughs> what rain rain what? He, rain heads or tails um oh heads okay it is tails team joe goes <laughs> first so <laughs> damn it all right so Francie and Joe, I'm going to okay. play you a sound. Of course, well, actually, okay. here I, I forgot. We got to start the start the game up right. Oh, I can't just pl do it like that. Get ready to play. What the hell is that sound? On turn off the night with Kenny Pig. <laughs> What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? <laughs> what the hell is that shit? Alright, players, I'm going to play you a series of five different sounds. Each sound will be followed by four multiple choice answers. You deliberate... And again, okay. uh, it, you'll be given a few seconds to deliberate each sound, and we will tally up the results. And we do have a tiebreaker in case of a okay. tie tonight. So, okay. T 
Team Joe, this is your sound. All right. Is that A, the toy chainsaw that comes with the toddler size Leatherface costume? <laughs> B, B, the Husqvarna toy chainsaw for the Swedish market? C, a Lyra bird imitating a chainsaw? Or D, Steve Bannon's ringtone? I almost want to say it's B. <laughs> Kids chainsaw? The, the but Husk, no, that can't the, be. The, the Husqvarna are not that liberal. Well, the Husk, Husqvarna, it, Husqvarna is a real Swedish company that makes tools. Oh, I know. My husband yeah, has things, yeah. but I don't so. know about a child size chainsaw, although I would like one. <laughs> oh, Joe, what do you think? I think C. I think it's an animal. I have a Husqvarna uh, uh, tractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does it sound like that? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> Well, do you want to go? Well, what do you think? Should we go with B? Uh, I, 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 so I go the, with the bird. So the, the, the bird. go with the bird? The bird. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Final answer. All right. Final answer is C. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, uh, Team Rain, would you like to hear the sound again? Yes, please. Okay, so is that A, the toy chainsaw that comes with the toddler-sized Leatherface costume, B, the Husqvarna toy chainsaw for the Swedish market, C, a Lyra bird imitating a chainsaw, or D, Steve Bannon's ringtone? I'm I'm thinking B, Rain. Birds are good, but they're not that good. Well, you'd be surprised. I have all the Sugar Daddy bird cards, I know. Uh, Well, (laughs) this is their turn. This is their turn. Sorry. Rain? 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 You there? Hello? She didn't I fall off I'm the call, did she? I'm thinking A. Oh. oh. You're thinking the... Uh, a. I'm thinking A because... Leatherface? Huh? The toddler-sized Leatherface uh, chainsaw. <laughs> I, I find hard to believe a parent would dress their child up as Leatherface. <laughs> Have you seen the costumes you they know? make for I kids? I do too, Adam, but I don't know. Here's the thing. Today, a toddler was dressed up as a baby Trump. <laughs> well. And he used a chainsaw. I think that was the real Trump. <laughs> uh, all right, Can so I, I'm going to need time? I'm gonna need an answer. Oh, play, one, play more one more time? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm still saying I still think it's B rain. All right. All right. Final answer we'll B. Go with B. All right. B. Okay. So we're alternating. So uh, Team Rain, you guys get to uh, guess next. So here's the audio clip. Okay. Is that A, a little dog that hates being flipped off? B, a little dog that hates kiwi fruit. C, a little dog that hates a, ha- a Freddy Krueger Halloween mask. Or D, Jeff Sessions at bath time. <laughs> May I hear the sound again? <laughs> sure. <laughs> a little dog that hates being flipped off, a little dog that hates kiwi fruit, a little dog that hates a, Halloween, a Freddy Krueger Halloween mask, or Jeff Sessions at bath time. He hasn't really narrowed down our options, Rain. Uh, 
Can I hear it one more time? Sure. I I think I think it sounds like he's retching something up, Rain. I'm gonna go with the kiwi fruit. Okay. Rain, did you have a different thought? Do you want to? I forgot. It's a little dog that hates being flipped off. A little dog that hates kiwi fruit. A little dog that hates a Freddy Krueger Halloween mask or Jeff Sessions at bath time. Mm, It's really hard. It, It really sounds like he's. You know, coughing something up to me. I heard. Well, what does that have to do with kiwi fruit? <laughs> he doesn't like kiwi fruit. So you're assuming puking up kiwi fruit? Yeah. All right. Rand, Let's you concur? Kiwi. All right, all right. So B. No, I'm, I'm deferring because I right. don't have an answer. All right, team, team Joe. Stop. It's a game. It's fun. Uh, team <laughs> Joe, here's the sound one more time. All right, it's a little dog that hates being flipped off, a little dog that hates kiwi fruit, a little dog that hates a Freddy Krueger Halloween mask, or Jeff Sessions at bath time. What do you think, Joe? Well, think? I'm thinking the dog and the kiwi. Yeah. All right, you're going with B yes. as well. Yes. Okay. Go B too. All right. Yes. Very good. Uh, okay, so Team Joe, we are alternating here. Uh, here is the sound. <laughs> Okay, is that A, a first grader making armpit farts in the cafeteria, Uh, B, a horse repeatedly giving the Bronx cheer, C, uh, a 75-year-old lady making fart sounds with her hands, or D, Trump running for the golden toilet after his fifth KFC famous bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, one more time. Joe, I think it's the old lady. I do too. <laughs> I'm going with that. Finally. Yes. All right. So, uh, Team Joe goes for C. All right. Very good. And uh, one more time with the sound for Team Rain. <laughs> Is that A, a first grader making armpit farts in a cafeteria, B, a horse uh, repeatedly giving the Bronx cheer. You guys all know what the Bronx cheer is, too. I was afraid. I was going to say raspberries or Bronx cheer. Okay. No, mama's Um, from the Bronx. Okay, very good. And uh, a 75-year-old lady making fart sounds with her hands or Trump running for the golden toilet after his fifth KFC famous bowl. I'm going with C. You're going with C, the 75-year-old lady? God Adam. damn it. What do you think? What do you think, Adam? I was going to go with A, based on, so you hear the... But do you want to hear the sound again? First, you would, first you would, of all... I can play the sound again. Yes. <laughs> it sounds... I That sounds like a cafeteria to me, based on the background. Adam, I gave you the last two. All right. Rain? All right. C. 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 Okay. So, uh, all right. So, here we go. 
This is uh, for Team Joe. You get to go first. Here is your sound. <laughs> All right, don't worry. Nobody dies. Is it that our turn to go first? Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yes, it is. is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Team Rain. Uh, my apologies. Uh, yeah, so Team Rain is that A, a boy that ate a pack of Mentos and chugged a two-liter bottle of Diet Coke. B, a boy that swallowed a whole ghost pepper. C, a boy who ate a spoonful of cinnamon. Or D, Paul Ryan applying aftershave after getting rid of that sexy beard. <laughs> May I hear the sound again, please, Mr. Pick? Oh, that's a long one, but yeah, here you go. And the options were a uh, kid that ate a pack of Mentos and chugged a two liter bottle of Diet Coke, a uh, kid that swallowed a whole ghost pepper, a uh, kid who ate a spoonful of cinnamon, or Paul Ryan applying aftershave after getting rid of that sexy beard of his. Rain, I'm thinking, hey, I've seen what Coke, what Diet Coke and Mentos can do to, to you know, stuff. Okay. What do you think, Rain? Do you have any thoughts? I don't. I think it's. I think it's C. But you think it's the spoonful of cinnamon? Yeah, but go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. But I've gotten two of them so far. Go ahead. It's okay. Go. So a? you want to go with A? Okay. All right. Yep. So uh, all right, uh, Team Joe, you get the sound uh, one more time here. All right, is that a boy that ate a pack of Mentos and chugged a two-liter of Diet Coke, a boy that swallowed a whole ghost pepper, a boy who ate a spoonful of cinnamon, or Paul Ryan applying aftershave of getting, after getting rid of that sexy beard is? Joe, what I, do you think? I ghost think it's pepper? Melania Trump when Trump comes in the bedroom. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's his but, final answer, Kenny. No, I'm just playing. Joe. I, I think that ghost sounded pepper. like... That, that last sounded like pain to me. Ghost pepper. Yes. You that sounded like pain. And there's only yes. one thing that would give you that kind of pain. Is a Yeah, hot pepper. Because my dad oh, ate yeah. a ghost pepper once. Oh, it yeah. was pretty. You'll never right. forget that. Okay. So here we go. Starting, uh, we're on, so uh, B. I put down B for you. So the ghost pepper. Okay. All right. So here we go. This is our last sound, unless we need a tiebreaker. Um, oh. this is, uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Team Joe, you start. <laughs> All right. Is that A, a pug begs his owner to stop this car after seeing Chipmunk? Uh, B, a pug excited about visiting PetSmart. C, a pug begging for a McDonald's ice cream cone. Or D, Jared Kushner seeking daddy's approval. <laughs> I think, what do you think, Joe? C? Yep. Food? Begging for mm, the McDonald's ice cream, McDonald's yeah. ice cream McDonald's cone? Ice right. cream, yeah. yep. Yeah. All right, so uh, <clears throat> for Team Rain, uh, here is your sound again. <laughs> Oh, my God. 
Okay, so is that a pug? A, a pug begs his owner to stop the car after seeing a chipmunk. A pug excited about visiting PetSmart. A pug begging for a McDonald's ice cream cone. Or Jared Kushner seeking daddy's approval. What do you think, Rain? I'm going to go with C. A pug begging what do for you the think? McDonald's ice cream cone. What do you think, Adam? Adam? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Think faster. No. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a because the pug doesn't sound aggressive enough to be wanting to go after a chipmunk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what the hell? C. All right, there it is. Okay, let me tally these up real quick. Let me see who has the uh, correct answers here. And uh, da da da. Did you did you enjoy the sounds tonight, Francie? I I I, I, catered. I thought they were swell. Yeah, I thought you'd like to have a screaming child in there at one point. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> and, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I missed. It. I missed so, it. all right. So, still. Uh, so here we go. Um, still tallying here. Uh, and let me see. Um, okay. And, uh, okay. And, uh, okay. So the score is two zero. What? We have a clear winner tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh oh. Uh oh. And it's Team Joe! Congratulations to our winning team of Soundhounds. Take it away, boys. What two did we get right? All right. Well, I will go through. I will go through the different uh, uh, clips once again, real quick. Uh, this sound. That is a lira bird imitating a chainsaw. Oh wow! So hey. you got that one right. So none of us got that, did we? No. Yes. Uh, no, no. Oh, yeah, actually, no. Joe, Joe, uh, Team Joe. Yeah, we uh, got oh, that okay. One. I'm that sorry. Was the one. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Um, you both uh, flunked out on this one. That's a little dog that hates being flipped off. So. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's a big long video of them where they just the owners keep flipping off the dog and he runs up and he and he attacks their uh, 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 fingers. Susan's playing along at home here, so she's she's uh, um, getting her. Um, uh, so they all put a star by the ones that are right, Sus. There you go. So, uh, but okay. So the the uh, this sound right here. Uh, <laughs> that, believe it or not, is a horse giving a Bronx cheer repeatedly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I found a video a of a horse that does that. <laughs> And uh, in the cafeteria thing, I'm glad you fell for my ruse there, Adam, because I heard the clanking in the background. I was like, oh, yeah, it could be a kid giving the armpit sound. So they were in a restaurant. Yes. Um, And then uh, the uh, B was uh, your second point, Team Joe. This one, of course. (laughs) 
kid definitely ate a host ghost pepper. <laughs> so, uh, I knew somebody would get that one. That one was uh, the, uh, uh, that was that was that, that was, was pain. pain. That was pain. Yes, yeah. that was burning. So, and then uh, the last one, of course. Uh, <laughs> That is that is a pug very excited to be at PetSmart. So, oh, wow. <laughs> it was an adorable video. Yeah. An adorable video. <laughs> so, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Psy Guy says uh, it's pronounced liar bird. So a liar bird. A liar so, bird. That bird is a liar because it ain't no chainsaw. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the sounds as bird man. bird, man. Yeah. But wow. the frog's chair was a horse. Yeah. So uh, I wonder for, if the bird could do a Bronx cheer. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, and and uh, it, for fun, for fun, would you guys like to just uh, uh, the, the, do the uh, the tiebreaker one, even though we didn't uh, get to it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Right, here you go. Sure. Oh, it hurts! Oh my it's God! Like, Why did I do that? No shot. Okay. <laughs> Is that a kid gets his foot stuck in the basement drain? A kid has his ear pierced with a blowgun. A kid gets his hair tang- A kid gets his hair tangled in a power drill, or a or a Trump supporter regretting their vote. Can I get those options again, please? Uh, that would be. Oh, here's a clip. Oh, it hurts! Oh my God! Why did I do that? No shot. Yeah, a kid getting his foot stuck in a basement drain. A kid has his ear pierced with a blowgun. A kid <laughs> gets his hair tangled in a power drill. Or a Trump supporter regretting their vote. I'm going to say A. Foot in a drain. It's our turn. <laughs> oh, sorry. doesn't matter. It's for fun. Anybody can go. There's, this isn't for fun. I know. I'm just playing. Foot in the drain. Uh, burning is burning's horrible. He wouldn't. No, burning is. I, I, wait, what? Where does burning? There's come no in? burning. I thought no blowtorch. You blow, said blow gun. Blow if gun. I said, if blow I said, gun. oh blow gun. <laughs> I'm gonna go with C. My hearing horn. I'm going with B. <laughs> I said blowtorch. Hey, Joe, what's your guess? I'm getting on a fucking scoreboard tonight. Joe, what's your guess? I'm thinking the hair and the power drill. Okay. Uh, well, believe it or not, Adam is right. It's the uh, the kid. Uh, the kid had his friend try and pierce his ear with a blowgun, and it went through the wrong part of the ear. <laughs> Fucking idiot! I kid. got on the scoreboard. I thought you said blowtorch. <laughs> blowtorch. That would be a hell of a piercing. Yeah. Yes, there'd be a lot more screaming. I think. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> Probably. So. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Darth Vader. Oh. Yeah, really. So, oh uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, uh, Adam will be on Team Joe next time. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Um, I, 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 uh, no, I won't. I'll, as during the break, I'll be committing Kitty because I have been, I have dis- dis- dishonored myself. Oh, that's all right. So, anyway, Francie, did you have fun? Uh, Darling, I gave you the, uh, I, I, I Okay. Actually, not, neither of you get, gave me the right answer for anything through the game. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <We're all losers. laughs> 
I'm just really glad. I was like, Adam, you go. Okay, Adam. Because, no, because go, going back, going back, Adam was with the husk. He, he wanted the husk Varna toy chainsaw. You wanted the, the toddler size Leatherface one. I did. Then, then, I admit that. Then... No, none of you were arguing for flipped off the little dog that flip uh, getting flipped no, off. No, I know we didn't get that at all. And the the, the uh, nobody, yeah. So yeah, you you guys were arguing the wrong answers. So it's okay. <laughs> Adam, we are losers, but we are together. Uh, we are together. I, I just found it hard to believe that anybody would even devise. A toddler's costume. <laughs> there are <laughs> like toys that I literally like did. You should be put in jail if you did that. But here's the thing: they're literally there's video out there that there's a little toddler guy who was like dressed up like Trump, and he's with the he's with the chainsaw, tearing apart the White House. There, liter- there literally is uh, a Husqvarna toy chainsaw, but. The sound, it didn't sound nearly as good as the as the bird. Oh my god! So yeah, so for the Swedish, you know, market. when I was when I was seven years old, I had a toy chainsaw. I loved it. I remember that thing, and it was like yellow yeah, and red. Chainsaws are sweat or cool. yes. I had I, I I one of my friends had that, but I actually had one uh, uh, that I got from a Halloween store a toy one a, a few years ago. It was really thin. But uh, mm-hmm. it had like a button you pushed on it, and it made chainsaw noises. I was gonna go as Ash one year for Halloween, but I never did it. Um, <laughs> so, hail to the king, baby! Hail to the king, baby! Say hello to my boomstick. So, uh, anyway, let's go ahead and go to break, Francie. It was it was a pleasure having you on with us. Um, Thank you. That was did, fun. Well, do you want to stay on for the last segment? I, I sure. and help with Mad Libs. Sure. All right, Francie. All right, very Yay. good. Go ahead, go ahead and mute, and we'll uh, we'll come back okay. and we'll uh, end this thing outright with some Mad Libs. So everybody, get ready because I'm gonna. Uh, we'll probably do one more story before we get to that, uh, so I have time to jot down some of your answers. So everybody, uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Well, not lots more. Just one more segment of Turn Up the Night. And thank you again for all all you folks playing at home. For what the hell is that sound? We'll be right back right after this. You get any of them right? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Thank you very much for coming to Ohalabaloo. Or should I say, thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome to a Hallabaloo on this spooky night. Come on in and have a bite on the neck. <laughs> I think you've got a few bats in it's your a in the You know, I was at the top of my anatomy class. I can find a vein on any body. <laughs> it's a real nice trip. 
dancing ghouls and singing ghosts. Now raise your cup, propose a toast, the blood! <laughs> Put steak on the buffet! I specifically said no steak on the buffet! Oh, it's not like a little steak will kill you. No, a steak will literally fucking kill me! That is the one thing that will fucking kill a Dracula, is a steak! That's the fucking fact! How could you not know this? Do you live under a rock? Why, yes I do. It's quite an ice rock, might I add. Sun is rising and our hallelujah is coming to an end. We hope you made some oogie friends. What do you mean friends? I think you mean to say it's a halibaloo <laughs> and a ghost ain't blue. It's a halibaloo. They're gonna be there too. It's a halibaloo. This boogie is loose and my neck. Wolfman, get down from my couch, you bad boy. You'll be sleeping in the wolf house tonight. Sunday, come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. This is Adam Hebert. On every episode of Mike Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go twee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly, Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. 
like eerie. Eerie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Enterprise, Alabama. And Francie, shit, I always forget where you're from. Where you're, you're, you're from uh, the New England area. Connecticut, I think. Francie? Oh, Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> I was close. Delaware. Yeah, I used go. to be in Connecticut. Delaware. Oh, okay. So, Delaware. Uh, welcome She's back. She's a Delawarean. Yes, yeah, I am a Warian. Welcome back to the program, everybody. I, I'm finally able to solicit Mad Libs. I got I to stagger this out better so I can do Mad Libs because I can't do it when we do the game show. Um, uh-huh. So so I'm doing it now. And also, I decided to uh, um, uh, have something fun for the end of the show that will buy me some time when we do this. And that's something that I did on uh, Mike Check Radio on uh, Saturday. Because I think everybody here that listens to the show um, and is on the show, if you have not watched this series on Netflix, there are three seasons you must binge watch now. If anybody is a fan of Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, and or mm-hmm. you know any of those, any of the uh, 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 there's a, a or uh, Chris Elliott, there is a fantastic show on Netflix called Shit's Creek. Spelled S C S C H I T T S Creek. Named after Roland Shit. <laughs> Ro- Roland Shit, uh, of course, played by Chris Elliott. His wife's name is Jocelyn Shit, and his son's name is Mutt Shit. Um, and you, Eugene Levy. Netflix. Yes, it's on Netflix. It is fantastic. It's a, it's a Canadian uh, comedy. Eugene. It's written by Eugene and Daniel Levy. Uh, so uh, Daniel Levy is Eugene's son, and uh, Eugene Levy uh, he plays uh, Johnny. St- uh, no, Johnny. Um, oh, uh, Johnny Rose, uh, who was the uh, had the the Rose Video Empire, and then when uh, his his <laughs> he basically lost his millions, and then the only thing they had left was a town that he bought as a joke for his son called Shits Creek. And wow. and so what I, I would like to present to all of you the trailer for Shit's Creek for season one. And if you haven't seen the show, you are all going to you're going to thank me for introducing you to this show. It's amazing. And by the way, uh, Daniel Levy, who plays David in, in the show, fucking hilarious. His, Eugene, Eugene has good genes and he passed them on to ah. his son and he's hilarious. Actually, his daughter is in it too, but he doesn't play, she doesn't play his daughter. She plays uh, uh, Twyla who runs the diner in town. So, um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, listen to this. This is, this is great. Innovation? Revenue. There are people here from the government. Baby, it's crazy. People are just like taking our stuff. Leave your finances to me, said son of a bitch. There's a very small amount set aside for you. And one asset the government has allowed you to retain. The kids. The children are dependents, Moira. (laughs) You bought a small town in 1991. I bought that as a joke for my son. You can live there for next to nothing until you get back on your feet. 
Johnny Rhodes. Rolling shit. Oh, you're you're the uh, mayor we're supposed to meet. That's right. So if you're looking for a nasty kiss, it's mine. <laughs> you have a couple of sweets. No, this guy. This is a motel, so we cater more to off-road truckers and drunk teenagers. This God, place is a dump. I it's tried. a dump. You know what? It's a hellhole. This wine is awful. Give me another glass. God, can we have them too close? I don't want to be just written off as some gorgeous airhead, you know? This is my town, and you're going to play by my rules now. I'm just messing with you, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> or am I? So, with just hearing that, I you know, I know it doesn't really paint a full picture, but it gives you the setup there. And I'm telling you what, Rain, I have not laughed out loud at a show this much since I've seen this. Because it's very, it's it's just terrific situational humor. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this was on Netflix. Me neither. Yeah, I didn't know until like three weeks ago. And then when Susan was gone and then I was sick from the tetanus shot, I like binged it all day <laughs> and blew through them. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's it's amazing. Um, it's, uh, in, 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 you know, I, I think we can all attest that we love Eugene Levy, right? Oh, yes. Schminky brothers. In yeah. Kath- <laughs> yeah. And Catherine O'Hara. Yes. She was, in yeah. she was what? in Schmingy. She was in Schmingy, right? She was in Schmingy. Was she in she Clue? Was, was she in Clue, huh? Adam? Catherine O'Hara? No, she wasn't in Clue. She, she was in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Oh, 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 right, right. She was a Delia. Home Alone. Delia. Home Alone. Waiting for Guffman. Oh, a yeah. lot of stuff. Well, she's been in just about all the Christopher Guest movies. And I will say that for some, uh, she looks just like she did back in the eighties. Looking at a picture, oh, she's, her, you know, she her she's taking amazing care. Of herself. She plays she yeah. plays Moira Rose, who is uh, a former soap opera actress who has this uh, in- inexplicable accent. <laughs> uh, I'm about to check this out. Oh, I'm telling you what, it, it is. Everybody will love it. Oh, that's right. She was the doctor in a series of unfortunate events as well. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. She She's so. an amazing actress. She kind of dropped off. The, well, I don't know if I just missed her or if she actually dropped off the radar. But she, I, this, you know, the first time I'd seen her in forever was um, when, when she was on a series of unfortunate events. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, that uh, one line I have from uh, in one of my bumpers. I don't know if it's it's still on one of my bumpers. I don't I don't remember one of my intros. You know, he has a con- a, cor- a computer with a cord coming out of it <laughs> or a yeah, machine with a cord. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, in uh, from uh, my favorite um, for your consideration. My favorite Christopher Guest movie, which is highly underrated, if you ask me. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Oh, isn't it great? I love I, that movie. I got a big folder of drops from that, you know, because like the, uh, well, one of my favorite drops to play is, is from that. Uh, uh, let me see the, this one. Uh, this uh, it is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. Still don't know what it means. So <laughs> I didn't know it was from that movie. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of drops I'll be from honest that. With you. Yeah, I have a. Oh my a, god. 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. and, and the, my favorite yeah. movie of hers was is still Best in Show. Oh yeah, oh. that's a that's a great one too. Mm. And I I really think my favorite movie of hers was Beetlejuice. Hmm. It's a, it's a good one, but I, I really enjoy the Christopher Guest movies because, uh, you know, she really has a lot of breathing room, those because there's so much improv in them. Um, wait, wait. When we're talking about Christopher Guest, we're talking about the guy who played the evil Count Rugen in The Princess Bride, right? We're talking about the guy who makes all the mockumentaries, like Waiting for Guffman. He was in Spinal Tap. You know, basically, mm-hmm. he picked up the torch that, yes, after... Yes, we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, yeah. He picked up the torch after Rob Reiner did uh, Spinal Tap and, and ran with his own, uh, you know... Uh, like a mighty wind, uh, waiting for Guffman. A mighty wind. Oh dear yeah. God! Yeah, oh, they're oh, all great. That's one, that, one of my favorites. And he's d- married to Jamie Lee Curtis too. Yes, and he's mm-hmm. a knight. No, no, he's not a knight. He's no, no, no. He's like, he's like Order an earl. He, he's an earl or something like that. He actually is like some kind of heir. To, he's like royalty. It's crazy. Mm. So he's so. he's probably titled gentry, is what you're talking about. I don't know what 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 exactly it is. It's like a duke or something. I'm not sure. Dukeest. So, uh, but uh, but yes. Also, one of my favorite clips, and I never get to play this from uh, 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 for your consideration. Look, all I'm saying is I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because you'll get a wet, critically injured baby. Yes. So, <laughs> God, no, I yes. I gotta yes. say I love Michael McKeon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that guy. Yep. He was so brilliant in Clue. Have you seen Better Call Saul? Ah, uh, he's good. He's and so good. Yet, no. He's very good in Better Call Saul. So, mm-hmm. so anywho, all right, there we go. And um, I'm gonna uh, we're we're done soliciting. But yes, everybody, check out Shit's Creek. S C H I T T apostrophe S Creek. Um, you and you're gonna absolutely adore this show if you like the like i said if you like the the you know best in show waiting for guffman type movies or just eugene levy or Catherine o'hara and seriously the breakout star of the show is daniel levy he is so fucking hilarious his delivery is in his reactions to people it's uh, he has such a talent such a talent and the only thing that is exactly the same as his is his dad are their eyebrows <laughs> they look similar they look this is similar on Netflix, right yes it is okay and, and i will say those eyebrows i did not groom immaculately no you did not those were natural um naturally occurring uh, so unlike sarah huckabee sanders eyebrows but well, yeah, those I are, won't touch those. Those are Sorry. free. Those are free range eyebrows, Rain. They really are. And so yeah. I'll let Carl sense you take care of those. Cage free. Those eyelashes are going to crawl across. <laughs> they're going to crawl across the whole press breaking room. All right. Oh, he's a Baron. Sci guy says he's a Baron. Uh, a fifth Baron Hayden guest. Fifth Baron Hayden guest. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, at least he's not the Baron. Uh, what, what's the what? What was the pla- place in uh, the Rats and the Wolves? At least he's not Baron Trump. <laughs> well, that's true too. Oh, that or John Baron. I I don't know. I don't remember from Rats Delapore. and the Wolves. Delapore. So. Delapore. Delapore. All right. Well, here we go, everybody. It's time. It's time. We're still having fun on the show. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad. Live. <laughs> 
Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, we're going to go alphabetical on the show tonight. So uh, let's start uh, with uh, Adam Hebert. I could use an adverb, sir. <clears throat> Describing a Slowly. noun. A verb, rather. Describing a verb. Slowly. Slowly. Slowly, I turned. <laughs> I just, oh, I just no. watched that. Uh, uh, <laughs> slowly, I turned step by step. <laughs> I, I just watched that Three Stooges the other day. It was great. Niagara um, Falls. Yeah, Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that on the show. Um, and. Uh, also, uh, uh, okay, so uh, F G H I J. Okay, so F Francie, part of the body, plural. Oh, let's see, nostrils. Nostrils. <laughs> I liked your I liked your emphasis on that. So, yes. Joe, part of the body, plural. <sighs> you know you want to do it, Joe. No, 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 no! I'm not. No, I'm not going to go there. Uh, pubic hair. No, pubic hairs. <laughs> you went there. <laughs> well, in a manner of speaking. Oh my God, that's going to be hysterical. Oh. Um, <laughs> rain. Part oh. of the body, plural. Part of the body, plural. Toenails. Toenails. All right. Um, Adam, a place. Uh, can it be real or does, anywhere? Does it real it's just a place. Uh, don't overthink this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Atlantis. Atlantis. Uh, okay, and uh, let's see. So, Francie, part of the yeah. body. Part of the body. Yeah. Um. Mm. Oh, make it good. Make, make, make it make it make it Oh, buttocks. What buttock? Buttocks. It, it would buttocks. be singular buttock. Oh, oh. So, and what what's funny is it's going to be used three <laughs> times because it says same part of the body and same part of the body for the next one. So, you're really going to leave your imprint really? on this. <laughs> uh, Ass print. And uh, uh, Joe. Uh, I need a verb. <laughs> a verb. Yes. Curled. Uh, curled. As in the Olympic sport or fixing one's hair? I'll leave it to your imagination. Okay. <laughs> I don't need a definition. It's That's fine. That's not a good idea. I no. have a pretty active one. Okay. All right. Uh, rain, holy smokes, what's going on? We're even on, we're on to the next one, and we still need another part of the body. Rain? Part of the body. Shoulder. Shoulder. Ooh. One to cry on. <laughs> and, <laughs> to cry. <laughs> uh, Adam, adverb. Yes. Oh, God damn it. Oh, come on. Everybody hates adverbs. I love adverbs. You guys, I'm going to mail you. I'm going to mail you all Mad Libs books. I'm going to mail you all Mad Libs books so you can run them. 
<laughs> and I'll gladly right. take adverbs. Cause I, and then Sadly. I'll always and I'll say shittily. Yay! <laughs> Sadly. Sadly. Come on, shittily is so much better than sadly. All right, no, no, sadly, shittily, shittily. No, no, I'm just no, kidding. No. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, was sadly, dude. Fran- yes. I got sadly. Stand your I got ground. Sadly. Yes, yes. Uh, Francie, I need the name yes. of a Republican or conservative. Oh, um, politician, Trey Gowdy. TV, uh, Trey Gowdy. Oh, uh, oh yes. Trey Gowdy. Well, golly, Francie, thank you so much for mentioning me in this. I really sure, appreciate sure. that. Would you like to get if together Goofy and talk were... about Benghazi sometime soon? Sure. If, if Goofy <laughs> were reborn as a human being, he would be Trey Gowdy. That's right. There you go. Uh, that hair. Joe, that hair. we need uh, uh, another name of a conservative. William F. Buckley Jr. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, F. Buckley Jr. Buckley rhymes with. Yeah. Fuckley. Schmuckley. Tucker. Uh, <laughs> Tucker and my beloved brother Buckley. Um, <laughs> and Buffy okay. And Jody. I need um, uh, the. Um, uh, okay, so uh, Rain, I need the name of a um, conservative celebrity. Oh. Conservative celebrity. Celebrity? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that an oxymoron? <laughs> that's, that's, that's not... Oh, my God. Conservative celebrity. You can, you Conservative can pick, like, a Fox celebrity. News personality uh, or a radio show host or something like that. Ah. Dennis. Dennis Miller. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm going with well, that's how few. That's of. how few. Dennis Miller. That's how few famous conservatives there are. If you say their first name, we'll automatically know who it is. So sure. you know, I was I was thinking about James Wood, but oh. he is he is just a oh yeah asshole, disgusting person, that's and true. not a celebrity. <laughs> so let's go with let's go with Jen, Dennis Miller. All right, very good, Adam. I need the name of a female conservative. Ooh. Oh jeez, uh, Tommy Lauren. Oh, she's great. I hate that woman. You got a crush on her. Uh, <laughs> and uh, no, I don't. I'm kidding. God, <laughs> uh, he'll ruin my reputation. Francie, part of the body. Uh, uh knuckle. <laughs> knuckle. Yeah, you guys are knuckle. so less dirty than me. Uh, <laughs> How many opportunities to, 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 to use penis do we have to pass up? Yeah, oh, really. that's too obvious. <laughs> but hilarious, all the same. Um, sometimes penis is too easy. Come on, guys. Sometimes. Yeah. Easy, it's an easy D. Uh, <laughs> it's an easy D. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, where am I? Joe, verb ending with ing. <laughs> Fucking! Oh, 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 thank you. Really? Redemption. Yeah, I gotta, has to use penis. I had to go there. Penising. Uh, <laughs> we're penising now. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, rain part of the body plural. Then, then we're done. Um, part of the body plural. Plural. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 
part of the body plural. <laughs> plural, really? Yeah, plural. And I can't add an adverb or Yeah, you could you could say faces. I, it doesn't matter. I don't care, you know, butts, whatever. <laughs> no, I, I what I want to say is closed vagina. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> closed vaginas. Okay. I know that's adding to it, but no, it's it's yeah. Mad Libs. There really aren't too many rules. Uh, right. So just make it funny and sleazy. Um, so, <laughs> all right, here we go, everybody. This is the first one. It's called, I do, I dance. <laughs> <laughs> You're sure to find fucked up dancing at wedding receptions. There, There's something <laughs> very... There's something very special and slowly touching when the bride and ass clown have their first dance as husband and sarcasm. <laughs> and doesn't the father and doesn't the father wintergreen dance always bring tears to your nostrils? <laughs> That's called snot. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, no, it's but, not. But when the DJ starts playing crunchy wedding classics, that's when the swarthy, f that's when the swarthy front fun begins. Who doesn't love the chicken dance, where you poke out your pubic hairs and flap them around? <laughs> or there's you the con get out of some oxygen. Or, or there's the conga line where you grab someone by the toenails, fall in line, and snake around the Atlantis. Oh, and snake that around. Is, at, that's at always Atlantis. lovely to watch. Yeah. I know. I know. It really is. You know. You, 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 you just gotta hope your you gotta hope your partner has uh, has long toenails though, so you can keep a firm <laughs> I grip. I just hope they poke in their pubic hairs before yeah before they do the toenail. Flap them around, <laughs> flapping their pubic hairs around, <laughs> doing the nay nay uh, with your pubic yeah. hairs. <laughs> Don't knock the nay nay. <laughs> uh, who put that? And what's that on my coke? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh no! Uh, the uh, hokey poke, the the hokey pokey is great too. You put your right buttock in, and you put your right buttock out. You put your right buttock <laughs> in, and you curl it, curled it all about. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, curling one's buttocks is not not an easy feat. Um, huh? Yep, wedding receptions are where it's at. Just don't get so caught up in shaking your groove envelope that you forget to eat a slimy piece of wedding half-wit. <coughs> I love wedding half-wit. Me too. I have some in the freezer from our wedding. So... <laughs> but then it got out and it got elected president. <laughs> All right. He's a, this, no, no, no. He's not a half-wit. He's a no-wit. True, true. All right, uh, Mad Lib number two for the evening is called A Class Act. <laughs> oh, I'm sure this is going to go well. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Classy. Uh -huh. I'm with Classy. you. I've always wanted to enter the school talent shit, but the, th <laughs> but the thought of being... <laughs> But the thought of being on stage makes my shoulder tremble with fear. 
<laughs> this year I decided to face my sugar daddy. <laughs> and I entered and I entered the slithery contest. The competition was sadly fierce. Trey Gowdy rode a dogma while juggling caramels. <laughs> that sounds right. Yep. William F. Buckley J Jr. did a swell impersonation of Dennis Miller. <laughs> and Tommy Laren sang her knuckle out with a crunchy rendition of Peeved Days Are Here Again. Finally, it was my turn. Happening. <laughs> Finally, it was my turn. I did a dance routine that had the audience fucking in their seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, that's where the money is in Mad Libs. <laughs> that was a hell of a routine there. You did. You had people fucking in their seats. Right in their seats. Just right there. I can see. I would if if I if I had no class, I would name the show that tonight. But I'm not going to. <laughs> Beautiful. Do it, do it, do oh, it. Oh, listen, listen to this. Afterwards, I closed my eyes and crossed my closed vaginas. For, <laughs> for good luck. That sounds painful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds counterproductive if you're... Never mind. No. Never mind. Suddenly, I love you. Suddenly, never mind. Never mind. suddenly, I heard the principal say, and this year's steamy winner is... And it was me! When he handed me the fiber-shaped trophy, I held it up triumphantly and said, This is for all the little jigsaw puzzles that helped me along the way. <laughs> A class act indeed. People were fucking in their seats. Well, it's like the aristocrats. <laughs> 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 hey, hey uh, Kenny. Yeah. Moonmare said Wedding Halfwits is another show title. See? There you go. Oh, actually, yeah. Wedding Halfwits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, or maybe Escaped, we escaped Wedding Halfwits. Keep it keen. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Well, oh, uh, we, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, those were some yeah. well deserved laughs on the program tonight. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and Francie, uh, that, that I, I'm so glad you were able to stick around with us and play the game with us tonight. What, so, Francie, as a, as a listener, a longtime listener, uh, first time caller, uh, no, uh, <laughs> as a long long time hey, listener, what what do you think of uh, the the new game? I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you think it's fun. You want it every Tuesday? Sure. So Why yeah, not? I think we're gonna Why do that. Not? Let's have some. Kids, might be might know? be difficult the world to is so yeah. fucked up we need fun yeah it might be okay. difficult to do it two times a week but i, I can right. definitely do it once a week so tuesdays i think yeah. you know um is a good time for it so uh all right well let's do our parting shots and francie since you are extended um uh, game show contestant tonight aka reverse Thanks, caller Bob. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, thanks, Bob. <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a happily mu happily married woman with kids. <laughs> give your give your parting you shot, Francie. Tell people, you know, tell us all about yourself, Fran. Oh, thanks, Bob. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do the game show thing, I love it. I love it. You're totally in the spirit here. I love you. Maybe maybe Thanks that'll be for the having me, Bob. Maybe that'll be the <laughs> next. 
I maybe th- that'll be the money. the next step for the game is <laughs> all right. I'll have to walk home. Maybe the next step for the for what the hell is that sound will be all right. Fictional bios for everybody every week. Yes. Oh my you know. God. That's Adam crazy. Hebert. He's a mother of two kitty cats. Yes. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm if you not the mo- we can use like match game music. Sure. Yeah, I got to find some more royalty free stuff. But anyway, Francie, give you give your parting shot tonight. We're going to start wrapping parting things shot up. Parting shot is thanks for the laughs because we need them nowadays, and we have to stick together. And it's okay to disagree because we love each other. And Just don't thanks punch for each me. other. Just don't punch each other. It'll be fine. No punching. Yes. Only punching so. sounds. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so, uh, 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 Adam Hebert, tomorrow we're going to be recording a very special special with you, me, the Sues, yeah. Michelle, and jody hamilton we're doing our twin peaks special for our halloween programming it's going to be very exciting um and uh yeah we're gonna we're all gonna talk about the um mysterious and weird world of david lynch and twin peaks the return yes i'm very excited i'm looking for excuse me i've been looking forward to this and then I think for Saturday, since our, it's our last show before Halloween, I'm going to do the do uh, either my top five or top ten Halloween appropriate episodes of wait for it Mystery Science Theater 3000. Where we'll, we'll make the list. Nice, nice. And if you want, if you're working, we could probably run the uh, the Twin Peaks uh, special until you get home. That is a possibility, yes. Yeah. Although uh, John mm. might want to run the show again. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, I just can't. Well, we'll talk more off air. But anyway, uh, uh, anything else you want to add before uh, um, I pass uh, pass the torch here? Uh, the final season of Broadchurch will be on Netflix sometime soon. It's one of my favorite British dramas. I highly recommend it. Very nice. All right, uh, Joe Santorsa. What do you got on the way out of the program, sir? Well, first of all, Adam, my my wife is a huge fan of Broadchurch. So, Ooh. David Tennant yes. is so amazing in that. He is. It, but, uh, which do you like, the British or the the British version? The British version, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, love the BBC programming. Uh, as Rain mentioned uh, earlier, there was breaking news that the Clinton campaign helped fund the uh, Steele dossier. Yeah, but. As you dig deeper into the article, you find that it was first funded by an unknown Republican client during the GOP primary. Rick Wilson? I'm thinking more <laughs> Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, could, could be. Oh, yeah. I that deserves more. a drama sting. You're dropping the ball here, Pig. There we go. Actually, I think Ted Cruz's father. Who oh. is, by the way, sweating out. Oh, my God. Yes, who is sweating out the release of documents on Thursday yes. of the JFK assassination. <laughs> <laughs> that was scheduled to be released. Yes, uh, there's going to be some uh, some uh, repercussions in the Cruz uh, household because yeah. I think uh, Trump, Trumpy knew uh, something was in there, and he says, I'm going to release them. Somebody's going to be yes. sleeping on the couch with their Lee Harvey I Oswald they, autograph collection. 
I think they found the remains of the breakfast they were eating right before the assassination. Oh, oh well, I thought maybe they found the smoking squirt gun. So <laughs> <laughs> they, they found the smoking paisley robe. <laughs> Why am I persecuted? Yes. Uh, yeah. God. Yes, they found that Oswald snuck the uh, the manlicker sour that he used in a paisley robe. Why am I persecuted? Up in the book depository building. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we so, need to clean this place up. So, uh, yeah. Who's reaction Thursday? And that uh, that report. All right. Is, uh, all right. Well, let, let's yeah. get Rain's parting shot and uh, wrap up the program. Rain, what do you have, have on the no way up? Parting shot. None. Not a, not a single thing? None. You sure? No. I Going once? Sure. Going twice? I'm, I'm better luck next time. You Apparently, you didn't listen to all the sounds on the internet like you promised you were going to. Oh, I did. That's why you I lost. Did. What am I missing? What am I missing? <laughs> you you <laughs> missed the, the horse giving uh, the raspberries. Or the blow, giving the Bronx <laughs> cheer. Oh, my God. No, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I broke the rain. The oh, thing no. is, I th- I sit here and I think really hard on writing trick question trick answers for it. So don't anybody beat yourself up because I really try to throw people for a loop on these things. So mm. I think it, the the fun of it really is just reading D and playing the sound. <laughs> you know? uh, so, uh, which I have to say, I was pretty proud of Jeff Sessions at bath time. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was a lot of fun. That I was really, a lot of fun. I almost fell for that one. Yeah, see? So one of these days, D will be the right answer. <laughs> yes, it will. But uh, anyway, you sure you don't have anything else to add, Rain? Anything on Four Freedoms blog, blog you want to mention? Or just, uh, no, no, I all right. don't. All right, well, that's it. That's it for us. Uh, again, look for that. Uh, uh, you all can go look and read Four Freedoms, but tonight, no. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Fair enough. And uh, everybody, yeah, keep it your okay. eyes peeled and ears uh, uh, opened up for uh, the uh, Twin Peaks special that we'll all be doing with Adam, Michelle, Susan, and Jody Hamilton. Very excited about that. And of course, we'll be doing some other uh, fun stuff here. Leading up to Halloween, uh, Paul's Memory Bank next Monday is going to be all Halloween centric. Plus, he's going to be running the original Orson Welles and Mercury Radio Theater's War of the Worlds that freaked the shit out of people back in the day. Yep. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, that's that's a got to be everybody's annual tradition is, to listening to that. Basically, real fake news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's all I got. Uh, we'll talk to everybody on Friday. Bye bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! (laughs) That's it! (laughs) Woo!